thing. I don't know, I got anything in my, um, in my beard. Hi, I had to do a Saturday stream because the Bears have been creating. And uh, I just want to highlight some of the Bears' creations. It's a beautiful hot Sunday here in the future, says Wobbly Bear. Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you're in the uh, different hemisphere, aren't you, Wobbly? For us, it's going, we're going into the winter. Like, there's already snow all over the mountain that we're looking at. All right, so as you guys file in, let's check out the brand new banger. The brand new banger from Lil Pants, a.k.a. Lil Pants, a.k.a. Anchor Bear. And then we'll get into it. All right, guys, enjoy. Nice job, Anchor Bear, a.k.a. Little Pants. Great job. Some of those lines make me laugh every time. I can't stand it. You know I planned it. (laughs) The Sandy, I can't, dude, it's, because that came from uh, one uh, Instagram stream. I was riffing about how, you know, three Jewish gentlemen 
started a band called the Beastie Boys, like the B system, and they have a song called the Sabotage. And then you look at, you know, our current, um, you know, our current culture, and it's pretty hilariously honest. So Anchor Bear took it and ran with it and did a damn good job, if I don't say so myself. This year's Gravel Football is great. Oh, Gravel Football is heating up. So check this out. And then we'll get into a, a brand new commercial brought to you by, you'll see. I, mean, I don't even want to ruin it. Didn't catch all the lyrics. Uh, yeah, Anchor Bear, will you, uh, will you send me the, email me the lyrics so I can just like read them? <laughs> All right, so let's enjoy this. Where is it? So the bees are waking up, and it's going to be interesting. I called this four years ago. I'm not trying to brag. I know I, I don't like it when people brag about that, like, oh, I called it, I called it. But, I mean, come on. This is incredible. Bishop Talbert Swan, a, a brother, says, YouTube remove Kanye West video. Their message, rappers can talk about murder, drugs, sex, Speak despairingly about black people and disrespect women. But if they say anything that is offensive to the Jew, they've crossed the line. Saying this isn't anti-Semitic, it's the truth. Okay, so this was my commentary on that. Uh, it's not just rappers, Bishop. I love when bees call themselves Bishop. It's hilarious. I said... Yeah, same thing in comedy. It has nothing to do with race. You can be as sick, twisted, disturbing, and perverted as you want, and they'll give you a Netflix deal. The minute you explain what money actually is, or if you translate the Talmud, you are the human embodiment of hate. Watch out for the bees making this all a black thing. The Jays invented the identity of black, so to have black pride is a joke. The truth... <sighs> The truth brought to us by the gospel is that we are all under the same laws of God and no bloodline or title will, will excuse your behavior. Enjoy the ride. Things are heating up and grab where football. Ooh. Okay, things are getting even more heated. This is from a bear that I can vouch for. This is um, Louisiana Black Bear sent me this. He attempted to put Kanye Champ's video, that interview he did on his quote-unquote private uh, cloud and Google popped in and said, your file may violate Google Drive's terms of service. Kanye Champ's removed video contains content that violate Google Drive's hate speech. So they're deleting shit off your cloud now. Um, but this is what I wrote about this. Google won't even allow a black friend of mine to store a Kanye interview. But but can can we interest you in some NWA, you know, niggers with attitudes, or Cardi B talking about uh, the sex trade, or maybe some hardcore interracial pornography. Hey, brothers, would you like some liquor or maybe some $2,000 sneakers? This is great. I mean, the nose bowl is heating up. Trade deadline is coming. Yeah, yeah. Here's some, a couple people made some predictions about the nose bowl, what the grabbers might be up to, because I find this all fascinating. I've been talking about this for years, man. Years. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I've got another video coming in hot. So what do you think will be the year's grab or Super Bowl? A mass shooting of a J temple by a B? That's on the table. And then someone else said, excellent guess. Either that or they will reveal a new 
quote unquote deadly weapon that was used in Ukraine, sparking international outrage and more calls for violence. And someone else said that would be really be helpful to strengthen the victimhood narrative. I, I said I could definitely see a fourth quarter false flag up the middle to give a legal excuse to round up bees by the parentheses, parentheses, parentheses government. This has been an incredible nose bowl this year. Can't wait to see what trades they're going to make. Uh, yeah, just enjoy the ride, guys. I mean, this isn't... If, if anybody's scared, um, don't be. I, I went through a, a scared phase. Uh, it is what it is. It's hilarious. And it's always been like this. It's just a lot of people are now seeing it. It's, it's just funny watching all the brothers, all the bees, all the black man go, but... but we are supposed to be heard. Yeah, yeah. George Floyd, a, a fentanyl addict, meth addict, to uh, held a knife to a pregnant woman's belly. That's your hero. Don't you get it, niggers? That's your hero. Growing your own food, getting out of debt, you know, not subscribing to victim culture. No, 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 no. And here's the thing. Part of me uh, understands it. I mean, I don't want to compete with blacks. I mean, they have great abs. You know what I'm saying? If, uh, if we let them get out of debt and off crack and, you know, understand the reality of this world a little better, that's going to be a lot more competition. But I, I do like it. I do like, I want, I'm not a communist. I'm not a grab or I don't think that I have a special bloodline. I think everyone has a right to compete and may the best man win. And that man is going to be white. Um, anyway. You know, I'm just half joking about that. I'm starting to think the word white supremacy has to has religious connotations because watching Jays call um, ye ye George, that's enough. Watching um, watching grabbers call ye a white supremacist is so outrageously stupid because he's black. He's black. Um, but yet it isn't stupid to them. So what does it mean? Does it have to do with good? Is, it, is white good? Is it about goodness? How can a black guy be a white supremacist? But yet they can. Well, Andrew Schultz made sure to have on a guy named Charlemagne the God, who, um, you know, if you can get a black guy to call himself a God, you pretty much won grabber football. And so they have no problem with that. You know, just don't criticize the industries. Don't criticize a black man having to give away his money to the, to the grabber. And so then Andrew Schultz had on this guy. Uh, this is Andrew Schultz's handler. He's a Jewish man wearing a red Kabbalah bracelet. And he was explaining endlessly. He was going on and on and on about how hurtful the words of ye have been. Well, don't you guys remember rap growing up? It was like, I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave ship with the same clip and the same 4-5 Two point blank, a motherfucker should have died. Guess, yes, blood. I love your fucking attitude. Cause a nigga that plays pussy, that's a nigga that's getting screwed and used up with the pistol whippings. Dude, they love when niggers talk about crime. They love when niggers talk about selling their pussy for money, right? I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know. Yeah, same song. I'm back. Ben on the world got dancing girls that dance for. Club Cheetah, the club amnesia. Something's on his arm. Can't deny. And he goes, I got the hottest bitch in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to the letters. No one can do it better. I check chatter like the food inspector. 
All that shit they love. These grabbers are like, yeah, niggers, get in jail, sell your women, smoke the crack, pistol whip niggers, shoot niggers, right? And then we'll make a gold idol out of one of these killed niggers called George Floyd, right? Oh, how dare you? You sound racist. I'm the one telling you what that is. That's how they view them. And I get it. I mean, I get it. But they created it. Someone was like, because I was talking about, I posted this yesterday. Borders are just imaginary lines that don't exist in nature. Here's nature. GPS tracking on six wolf packs shows how much they avoid and respect each other's territory. And so my, um, what was my little commentary that I thought was quite, quite funny? I said the J wolves have started a war between the green and red teams by putting the yellow team in debt and flooding them with puppy porn. And then someone said, did they delete? Oh, they said, would there be a market for puppy porn without a demand from the Goyam wolves? Great question. And I said, no, that's why Alfred Kinsey started whacking off babies at six weeks old for science and trained Hugh Hefner. They created the market with uh, abuse. The whole thing about Playboys and all that was all about getting pornography in the hands of children to over-sexualize them to start these fetishes. And granted, it's always your fault. It's always your fault. It is. And that can sound cold because these sick fuckers really do try to pervert and sexualize children. That's why they're teaching them sodomy in schools and, uh, you know, transgenderism and all this shit. Because the more they can get you hooked on porn, the more they can create war uh, between tribes so that they can keep you under their thumb and exploit you for the rest of your life until you're dead. Okay, was watching Andrew Schultz interview and there was some cuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I just looked at the, I didn't watch the, the video. I, I just, people, um, people will, uh, hang on, Andrew Schultz, people will send me stuff. One of the comments under Schultz is so funny. You always know a comedian's a sellout when they have no problem having a YouTube channel. <laughs> like, what a fucking sellout this guy is. No problem whatsoever. He's never had a video taken down. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Oh, but that's because he's not hate. Right, no, we, I just showed you a couple days ago his bit about how one of his favorite forms of entertainment is to watch poor women go into an abortion clinic and kill their kids. All right. So uh, we might just have a totally different view of hate. I can't find this shit. He just did a fucking interview. And one of the dudes, one of the commenters, the, the blacks are waking up like fast, almost too fast. I think it's going to get violent potentially. You, you want to wake up slowly. Like when you wake a kid up too quick, they just start screaming. It's all about being like, Jack, Jack. And then Jack's like, da, 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 da. And you're like, Jack, who wants to wake up, Jack? Come on. But if I'm like, Jack, get up. He's like, ah! <laughs> Him and the little Indian sidekick are cocks. Well, they're owned. They're owned. I mean, he had to have this guy on, his handler, to explain how Yee's words were very hurtful. And someone in the comments were like, y'all calling Kanye crazy, but Charlemagne thinks he can become a werewolf. It's so stupid. It's so stupid to the point that you have to consciously at this point decide 
that you're a slave. It's a conscious decision at this point. The fact Google private drives, you can, you can make porn, you can upload killing a dog, whatever the fuck you want. They don't care. But if you have a Kanye champs and you can put up Cardi B and, and, uh, Sylvester Stallone, what what's that bitch's name that, that she raps with, right? Because the thing that's falling apart about all this is these guys were like feminism, you know, black lives matter. Let's give a voice to the black man. And this is what the black man is saying. Now here is uh, Bishop Talbert Swan. YouTube removed Kanye West video. Like people are now seeing it. They're like, holy, why would you remove that video? Kanye has been, you a genius nigga. Kanye, you a genius nigga. And then it's like, Lucifer, son of the morning, I'm going to take you out of here. It's like, yeah, same. Uh, it goes, I dig a hole in the desert. I build the sands on you. I lay out blueprint plans on you. We rat pat niggas set that Sam tap dance on you. I Sinatra shot you, goddamn you. I put the boy in the box. I let the audience watch this. And it, like just talking about murder, murder, murder. You know, you can have a rap group called the Grave Diggers. Or you can have, yeah, so your asshole shut and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Oh, man, I put a, I get a hot poker, put you in the asshole, burn your ass. Dude, rap has always been fucked up. And so you have no problem uh, putting up shit, like putting up songs about uh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z talking about shooting niggers, right? Shooting those niggers, right? Shoot them with the gun. Selling that crack. Jay-Z was a millionaire before his first record contract. You know what it was? Selling rat poison to his own people. I've been saying this shit for years and these fucking grabbers call, I went Benjamin Rated. No, you're saying that because I won't exalt the, that tribe as uh, superior to me. They don't get to tell me the truth of this world. I, I know it's in the fucking Talmud, man. It's a joke. It's a... It's a crime book, man. It's a book about how to commit crime. So you're going to tell me that, like, uh, I saw Jenny Johnson, this old comedian, Baron, no kids. You know, I used to follow her way back in the day on Twitter. Seemed like a nice enough girl, but she just posted uh, her in a T-shirt that said, I love Jews. And all these Jews popped on there to say, oh, what a good goyim you are. You know, you, you're, yeah, yeah, thank you. And it was all like, oh, I, I'm against hate. I'm against anti-Semitism. You read the Old Testament, Jenny? You know, the Christian Old Testament called the Torah. So it, it talks about how to own slaves, how to treat your woman, how a woman's not supposed to talk in public, how she's supposed to cover her head, you know, how to handle your wives, plural. And don't get me wrong, I'm into it. But you can't live both worlds, lady. You can't live both worlds about how, uh, how to treat your slaves and how to, how to manage your women. You can't. And it's funny as fuck. I'm not angry about it. I went through my angry face four years ago. Jenny Johnson, according to the religion of the people that you're backing, you should not be allowed on the internet without a husband. Okay? So when you say you love Jews as a feminist, what exactly do you mean by that? You mean the atheist Jews whose God is money and mammon? And victim consciousness, 70% of them are defined by the Holocaust, an event that happened 80 years ago that's highly suspicious, where they were so arrogant and exalted in their own little worlds 
that they, in a, in a war that killed 60 million Europeans and many Americans, uh, that the fact that some of them died or didn't get food is somehow a tragedy that we should never forget. Because the difference between Christians, Muslims, Mormons, and Jews is that Jews believe they're part of a priest class and they, are, they do not have to follow the rules that we do. And a lot of people in society, it's so ingrained in us that being a hypocrite is wrong that they don't realize that there are people that do not believe in hypocrisy. Rules for thee, not for me. For thousands of years of human history, the king could issue orders and not have to follow those orders. We all now, especially as Americans, realize that's fundamentally immoral. Why do we believe that's immoral? It's because of the New Testament. Do not point out the speck in your neighbor's eye while ignoring the plank in your own. He with no sin cast the first stone. What that means is if you are committing the same sin as the prisoner, you're not allowed to kill him because you are also that criminal. And that was a revolutionary act that Jesus Christ brought to this world. And there's no putting it back in the case. Like now you're starting to see some of these black Christians realizing it. The message from YouTube, right? YouTube owned by Jews, Google owned by Jews, Twitter owned by Jews, Facebook, um, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, Moderna, Fox News, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS. It's all one little group that need you to acknowledge to them that they do not have to follow the same rules that you do. And people won't, they don't understand that. They're like, oh, dude, but the hypocrisy. It's like, I thought you said believe all women. But what about, what about that bitch you ran for president from Alaska, huh? What about her? Believe all women, huh? They're like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? We don't like her. Believe all women, but what about uh, Marie Le Pen? <laughs> we got him, boys. Believe all women, but what about Marie Le Pen? Believe all women, but what about, you know, they're like, no, 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 we hate them. No, we don't believe all women. We just said that to get you guys to get on your knees again and give us your money. <laughs> it's Pharisee. It's the Pharisee, guys. It never, it's the same group. And there's a lot of Jews that are not like that as people. I know personally a lot of really good hearted Jewish people that are fair, that are honest, that do, under, that do not want to be hypocrites. The irony about this is the very bloodline special boy obsession that they've been inflicting, not they, but many of the powerful ones have been inflicting on the world is now coming back to them where people are like, yeah, but Jews. And they're like, no, no, not all Jews. And they're like, but you guys call yourselves the chosen people that you are exalted, that you are the priest class, that you are the people of the temple. And you don't have to follow the same rules. And Jesus Christ came on a donkey as a carpenter to tell everyone that, that their, their savior, their Mashiach, was not King David. It was not a warrior. It was not someone who owned uh, thousands of acres and, and wives and all this. It was a simple working man. And that changed everything because now that's in our culture that like the government doesn't get to break the rules that we have to follow. That isn't, that, that didn't used to be like that. These, a lot of Jewish people are like, oh no, hashtag me too. Yeah, and what, they're raping girls as they're doing that. You know, they're, they're fucking and squirting and killing. 
you know, like if you ask Ben Shapiro, are you are you for or against Arab Muslims having abortions? Not only is he for Arab Muslims having abortions, he he'll do it. At, he'll he'd shoot an eight year old in the head. Someone who identifies as a Palestinian. They they shoot him in the head, cold blood. I know that. I know these people. So like, when they say they're against abortion, abortion is murder. Abortion is murder. As, so so when you drone a, a, a wedding, what is that? Oh wow, well, you know it's our it's our we have to do it. We have to do it to bring in the mashiach. Uh, and it's great because a lot of the people here have already paid for all this already. None of this is new for me, man. This is fucking hilarious. And I get to just enjoy it because the, the chickens are coming home to roost. When you got, it's all the mid-level blacks that are seeing it now. Because Yay and all these guys, a lot of those dudes will keep their mouth shut. You, you know, uh, Puffy and all these homos, they're, they're, they just want their shiny cars. They're house niggers, right? But it's these dudes. I don't know anything about this guy, but it's like this level of dude is just going to keep on spit. He's going to be like, so their message is rappers. And who's they? they? And now Kanye has named it. And he did say Zionist Jews, by the way. He did say that. Their, their message, rappers can talk about murder, drugs, sex, speak disparagingly about black people. Yeah, they call each other niggers. One of the most, but if they say anything that's offensive to Jews, they cross the line. Yes. That's not anti-Semitic. That's the truth. Right. Do you not see it yet? I've been, I've, guys, if they wake up too fast, things could get hot. That's why I've been trying to slowly uh, show people this stuff. Because if you go too fast, it's like, oh, they're, they're out to get us. They're trying to go. No, no, no. They're making offers. They're making offers that a lot of people want. And this is a tough reality to face as you're waking up to this stuff is they're offering you slavery. You can, you can accept it or you can deny it. If you deny it, you don't get their, fan, you don't get their, their comforts. This is why I'm not anti-Jew. This is why I'm not anti I don't blame Jews for my problems and stuff. This is an advanced, I'm at an advanced stage, but I see a lot of people being like, oh, these Jews are holding us down. No, no. They're just saying you can't use YouTube. They're just saying you can't take their loans. You can't use their systems unless you exalt them as living gods. That's the offer. Take it or leave it. That's their offer. If you leave it, welcome to Bertaria. If you leave it, welcome to the world in which you only control that which you create and that which you can defend. You have 33 PhDs in Jews. I do. It is an advanced stage I'm at. I don't think most blacks will be able to get to the point that Owen has gotten to, plus they're very prone to violence. Yeah, and also they're very dependent on Jewish systems. So this is when things are going to get wild. So a lot of times the guy that hates his dad the most is the one who is dependent on his money as an adult. You ever notice that? A lot of guys that are like 30 years old, or, or a lot of women especially, you know, they take daddy's money, they live in daddy's house, they live in daddy's world, but, they, but they're rebelling against daddy. Like the way Bert Kreischer described his daughter, like super woke, sees her dad as the villain, even though the dad is paying for them to go to Yale. Okay, so the most anger, that's why I always said that the main Jewish backlash was going to come from black people in America, blacks, because they're the most dependent on the system. But they're also the most, they have the least amount of investment in the system. Isn't that interesting? So a lot of Caucasian middle-class Americans 
um, have enough invested where they don't want to lose it. You don't want to lose your house. You don't want to lose your car. You don't want to lose your job. You don't want your friends not to like you. It's not really worth it. You're not hungry, right? There's a lot of blacks that are hungry. A lot of blacks that did five years in prison for crack, and then they watch Hunter Biden smoke crack and, and not only have no problem, but Joe Biden personally put thousands of black men in jail, some for life, for, for possession of crack cocaine. His son, Hunter Biden, is an aggressive crack addict. And not only did he not get sent to prison, he gets $250,000 a month from an energy company in Ukraine. Okay? This is becoming obvious. Jesus Christ's gospel is that the king has to follow the same rules as his subjects. It's amazing. And so many people take it for granted. They, they just assume that everyone knows that. They don't. The Pharisee does not follow that law. Joe Biden does not feel any guilt whatsoever that his son Hunter abused crack cocaine for so long and faced no, but he will put nigger after nigger after nigger in prison for life, ruin their family, take the dad out of their home because he thinks that they're a different species, that they're not, read the Talmud guys, he views them as cattle. Every grabbler is not a Jew. Joe Biden claims to be a Catholic. It's a mentality. It's an ideology. The ideology is rules for me. No, rules for thee, not for me. That's their ideology. If you think murder is wrong, it doesn't matter what hat you wear, what company you own, what title you have. The queen, the king have to follow the same law as the common man. This is why I believe that Europe uh, experienced such a wonderful time after Jesus Christ because when the worker and the laborer and the farmer realize that they are no they're not under the king and that their work was to please God not to get money from the king not because they're whipped the best slaves quote unquote are slaves to God okay so when you look at Budapest you look at all these I was just talking to a Hungarian today about Budapest. And you look at how the atheistic structures of communism, communism is an atheistic, godless uh, ideology. It's, it's attempting to mimic and subvert the gospel, that there is no, that, that your title and blood doesn't matter. Everyone's e equal in a, under, under God's law. But they, they make it satanic and without God, and they make it still with the special boy Jewish oligarch class. Okay, the, the structures are disgusting. They're utilitarian. They're only designed to make money, the most amount of money. When you look at people that worked for God and not for the whip, you'll see stone and marble and, and like just it represents God. Okay. And so that's what we give up when we go down the path of the Pharisee. They become the rulers of a smaller and smaller and sicker and sicker and more broken empire until it snaps. And it doesn't take, Jesus only had 12 guys. And look at what he did. 12. You don't need numbers. You don't need two and a half million YouTube subscribers. Those are, those are the, uh, the wide road. That's, those are, those, you know, the road to damnation is wide. Communism is an attempt at forced communion. Communism is the gospel of Jesus without God in it and without, uh, 
and it's a Pharisee version of the gospel of Jesus. Isn't this amazing? Seriously, why is the root word of communism the same as community? The same reason the digital revolution. Digits are your fingers. Digits. iCloud. Ethernet. The ether is like the sixth uh, or the fifth element. You know, they always mimic and subvert. So commune, community, cults, culture, right? Communism is the subversion of community. Community has to be built around higher principles, metaphysics. You can't motivate people by central bank digital currency. It's not going to work. It only collapses. And so now more and more people are seeing it. The, the, the Yi situation where he just did minor and somewhat silly criticism of Jewish people in America. He said he was going DEFCON 3. That doesn't even make sense. He didn't order violence. He didn't tell people to, to shoot Jews. Want to know what he has no problem doing? Telling people to shoot blacks. Telling people to shoot whites, right? No problem at all. The, 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 the Jewish, the grabber Zionist uh, system encourages Ye West and Jay-Z and all these people to say, destroy your own people, shoot them, fuck them, sell them, whip them. You know, you're out to get yours. You know, you're a hustler. You know, the minute you say, I want my own system, they say, no, nigger. But it's fair. It's fair in a way. I'm not even mad about it. And what, what Ye has to see now, or not, it's his, it's his call, is they have a right to control their system. If you don't like it, make your own. You don't get to just take theirs. They, they made it. They earned it. They stood shoulder to shoulder with these blacks. It probably stunk. Right? These Jews flew down to uh, Salem, uh, Selma, Selma with Martin Luther King Jr., a crack-addicted bisexual freak. Martin Luther King Jr., imagine standing next to that guy. I bet he smelled like cum and piss, right? And they stood there. I have a dream today that one day. If you looked at the audience, the blacks were way freer then than they are now. Families, suits, dresses, right? You'd see like families listening to Martin. Black families, the, the uh, upwardly mobile. In the 1950s in America, black individuals were making more and more money. More and more private-owned business. More and more schools. More and more. They were doing great. And then income. Then they wheel out Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream today. And the Jews had to stand next to that crack-headed fucking bisexual sodomite and pretend that they cared. Yeah, look at him go. Oh, Jesus. And so they slowly took the music. They started with Benny King and Otis and all these guys, and they allowed them to still be beautiful. You know, like, these arms of... Man, you know, beautiful, right? But you, in the background, Jesus, right? And they slowly are, are, are sent it in. Back then, blacks used to sing about God. You know, like, when the night is come and the land is dark and the moon is the only. That song's about a man and God. You know, it's about a man that as long as you stand by me, Jesus, God, you know, it, 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 it was gospel. It was all like, if you stand by me, I'll be okay. That wasn't about a woman. If you've ever loved a woman, if the sky is falling and the mountains are falling, you're like, run, get the kids, go over there. Like you're not, you're not happy about your woman dying in an apocalyptic situation. So back then it's like, you know, Otis Red sitting in the morning sun. 
I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Right? And so the Jews came in, and they're like, oh, here's a little heroin. And so then slowly bringing it into the 70s, slowly bringing it into like, you know, pimps. I'm a pimp. You know, getting, uh, getting their afro. And they lose Harlem. They buy up Harlem. You know, black music used to be fucking incredible. And <clears throat> I'm not saying this is a cuck. It's amazing. You go back and you listen <clears throat> to some old gospel and <clears throat> the beauty in that shit is undeniable. And now you got Cardi B being like, my pussy is wet. You can pay to fuck it. And everybody's like, how did this happen? And they're like, what? It's like, dude, it's slavery. It's slavery. Okay. Dave Chappelle had his best joke. All this shit got so um, uh, focused on trans, the way he subverted my LGBT joke and all that. But but Dave Chappelle did a joke. Uh, what was it? Uh, nigger, faggot, comedy, central. I mean, I don't even know if this is on here. Three comedians tell their Dave Chappelle stories. Dave Chappelle, though... I can just redo it because I know it's not on YouTube. He's like, he's like meeting with, he's meeting with a Comedy Central executive. The whole thing about only blacks can say niggers. You understand the logic behind that, right? And I've been, I've been preaching this for five fucking years. It's why I will not say N-word. It's not because I hate black people. It's because if you say only one group can say that word, they're niggers. And you're not based on your blood and your race. I believe I can act like a nigger, low impulse control, steal something. I can be loud in an inappropriate time. I can be hooting and hollering like a nigger. My white skin does not take away from the fact that nigger is a behavior. Okay, faggot originally came from bundle of sticks. I used to do stand-up about it in clubs before the world went so insane because of the financial collapse. About how faggot used to mean any burdensome person. And a homosexual back in the day was burdensome in an agrarian society because humans were farm equipment. You know, if you had a family, you had 12 kids, they were all working your farm. One kid wanted to rollerblade with his best buddy, Gary. He was a faggot. He was a burden. Just like um, uh, postmenopausal women with no children. They were called witches and faggots. That's the clip if you want to play. Oh, thanks, thanks. And so, okay, here we go. This, this, joke is genius because it's so fucking true dave Chappelle's not allowed to say faggot but he's allowed to say nigger and he puts it together why is it that he's allowed to say nigger and not faggot it's because just watch this is unbelievable okay and notice it's only 275,000 views all the cuck System jokes are all millions and millions and millions of views. Oh, abortion's great, 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 great. Watch this. I made a mistake. I didn't even know I had done anything wrong. I had written a sketch that had the word faggot in it. Nice, Dave. That's how you do it. Just rip it off. So I had to go to standards and practices. They call me up. I don't know why they're calling me, but I like the lady that runs the department. She's usually really fair and was one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. So she sits me down. We have a nice conversation. She tells me, oh, the sketches are great. I go, oh, fantastic. Well, then, well, then why am I here? She said, because, David, there's no way that you can ever say the word faggot on 
our network. I didn't know I did anything wrong. I didn't try to defend myself. I said, all right, fuck it, I'll take it out. Have a good afternoon. And as I was leaving, it occurred to me, hey, hey, Renee, quick question. <laughs> it's just a question. I, seriously, I want to know, like, why, why is it, why is it that, that I can say the word nigger with impunity? That's right, motherfucker, that's right. Say the word faggot. <laughs> and she said, Because, David, you are not gay. I said, Well, Renee, I'm not a nigger either. That's the joke. That's the fucking joke. You know the argument. Exact argument. Why are blacks allowed to say niggers and whites aren't? Why? Because whites aren't niggers. And I will beat this drum. I, th dude, this stance I've had, is I've, it's cost me millions of dollars. In, the, in, long, in long term, it won't. I was just telling somebody at, uh, at my kid's soccer game today that uh, now I'm starting to do better than a lot of those, those fucking cucks that have to be gone 50 weeks a year to sell, their, uh, to sell their little act on the road, you know, selling their DVDs after and shit. I'm sitting at my fucking fire talking to people that I love and care about, that, that understand me and have some fucking actual honor in this fucked up world, Right? And I'm doing better. I'm like, I have thousands of subscribers now, all of these, all over the place that, that, uh, and these people, they don't, they fuck themselves. So I'm not complaining anymore, but I, I lost a lot over that when it came to, but I, I would not cuck on that. There is no logic. If, if everybody has to ban nigger, that's one thing. If you're like, okay, uh, you're not allowed to say this word anymore. And everyone had to follow it. I probably would not have cared. I wouldn't have even thought about it because I've done a million corporate events where they're like, you know, no sex, no vulgarity, blah, blah, no problem. Absolutely. I'll be clean as a whistle. But when they say blacks can say nigger, but whites can't, I say, why is that? Well, cause you're not black. You're saying blacks are niggers, right? And that's the, the funny thing about Dave Chappelle and me is we have a lot of parallel thinking. That's why he's had some other bits that were pretty much like mine but they weren't as much as the LGBT one. And I'm just assuming it's parallel thinking because we do think similarly in this sense where it's like, so if you're gay and how gay do you have to be to say faggot? And this is when things get very interesting because it's not even about being gay or being black. It's about submitting to the narrative. Milo Yiannopoulos has sucked more dicks than anybody. And he's completely censored for saying fag. He's not allowed to say faggot. Who's gayer than Milo Yiannopoulos? The guy fucking is like a, like a, a truck stop bathroom. It's because he goes against the narrative. So this is actually what's happening. And I'm so glad I get to know this. I, I could literally be teaching Yi West valuable information for his life. I find that amazing because I he's like, you know, the richest black guy in America and he has all these experiences and all this. I What I'm explaining could be extremely helpful for a lot of these people that are going through this right now. People that may have thought I was a quote-unquote racist that heard me five years ago because I refused to stop saying nigger. 
You know, you've been trained to think people that won't stop saying nigger, it's because they're, they're hillbillies with all this hate and they just, they need blacks to know they're niggers. No, 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 no. It's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. If you have different words for different races, it's enforcing it. And it makes no logical sense. And without logos is without God. Right? In my opinion, Dave Chappelle is a bit of a nigger, though, because he stole my joke and he never apologized. Might as well have been a bike off my fucking, you know, off my porch. It was 1991 all over again. All right. But, um, but yeah, that's it. And so victim, victim narrative. If you go against the narrative, you have no more rights and privileges. Who decides the narrative? Zionist Jews. That's the fact. You want to know how America runs? It doesn't run on Duncan. It runs on narrative, story. What is the story? How can 16 million people rule the world? Because they own the narrative. I mean, the printing press, Johann Gutenberg, all this stuff. Like, if you track media and how media works and how banking works, whoever can print the money and print the books rules. So they create the narrative. And all money is is a narrative. This is a story. And it's a sick, cynical story. That guy right there fought. He accepted his own death to keep central banking out of America. He's now on the very bill that, that he, he like took a blood oath to fight these people. Andrew Jackson is on the very fucking meaningless paper that he wanted never to come into America. It's a joke. So if you own the narrative... You own the world, according to this. And so if you go against their narrative, if they, if they say, listen, this week Beyonce is a queen, or this week, you know, we all rise for George Floyd, we get on our knee for George Floyd. Someone says, I only kneel for God. Uh, then you don't get to say nigger anymore. <laughs> you don't get to be on YouTube. Oh, oh, you have to pretend that George, imagine how difficult it must have been to pretend George Floyd was a hero, right? Imagine like understanding what you're witnessing. He's a, a common, violent criminal. And although, according to my cop buddies, the cop did break the law, because once you have someone in custody, you have to uh, treat them properly. Like George Floyd, the, the funny thing is the cop was wrong. Not life in prison wrong, but he didn't follow procedure properly. If, like if you're handcuffed and... You're in custody. You're in the custody of the state. You can't kneel on their fucking head, right? Is it understandable? Sure. Somebody is uh, uh, being violent. But you, that's why being a cop isn't for everybody. It's an incredible... You can't be emotional as a cop. It's pretty much impossible. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world. When you have a guy, you know, acting all, all niggery and like, you know, threatening you and all this, and then you finally get him down... You kind of want to fucking kick him a little, maybe put your knee on him, your heart's racing. You know, you got adrenaline going. Um, but is George Floyd a hero? No, George Floyd, it, the world is better off without George Floyd in it, obviously. He held a knife to a pregnant woman. And I know that the system would have loved if George stabbed the pregnant woman because that's one less abortion they have to have. That's assuming it's real. Totally, totally, Matt. That's, that's a good attitude you have. And I have the same attitude. The odds George Floyd was even real, I don't know, 
But it doesn't matter. Even within the narrative, you can still analyze it. Even within the story we're presented. Um, the whole thing could have been acted. Every aspect of it. I don't know a single police officer, and I know a lot of police officers, that knew Chauvin. I know dudes who train police officers, people that are constantly going to gun events. People, and I don't know a single cop who knows a cop who knows Chauvin. That being said, maybe he kept to himself. You know, there's thousands, there's hundreds of thousands of cops in America. You can't know anybody, but it's like, I, I really wanted to find out if he was even a real uh, cop. Uh, he might've been. I mean, that one cop that uh, got in trouble in the OJ Simpson trial used to live on my street, you know, after he got, uh, I can't remember, what was his name? Coon or something. He literally lived on my street. Like people knew him. He was like, fuck this. He left LA, moved right to my street. <laughs> How funny is that? I lived on the same street as that cop from OJ. <laughs> so some of them are real. All right, let me read these super chats. Kato Kalen. I used to fucking hang out with Kato Kalen all the time. We went on a cruise together once with a bunch of dudes. I put him in a sketch. Okay, uh, I, I mean, that's the thing is they're not, it's not totally fake. It's, I would, I would say that the uh, grabblers, the main thing they do is editorialize. Mark Furman, that was his name. He lived on my street. Literally, Right down the street. I find that amazing. Um, we should sleuth if Chauvin is really in jail. I'd like to know that too. I think it's gotten more and more fake. Back in the day, what they would do is when there'd be an event, some events I think are, I, I, dude, this sounds crazy. I think Waco is fake, but I can't fucking prove it. Uh, Ruby Ridge was not fake. I know that for a fact. Uh, I think Waco may have been completely staged or completely different than what we've been present, uh, presented. But um, I think Obama, under Obama, was in, when things really got fake. He's like, well, you know, now we can just kind of shoot a sketch, call it news, and then whatever. Back in the day, it used to have to be, uh, they would highly editorialize it. Didn't Floyd have a twin, red flag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's an energy suck. Are you guys enjoying the stream? I feel like uh, it's, it's got some good insights to it because the bees are really, really waking up now. But if they wake up too fast, it's going to be bad. This made me laugh. There's just a lot of stuff that uh, Obama removed the legislation that protected Americans from domestic propaganda. Yeah. So like Sandy Hook is legal. That's what makes it so. Cr OK, this is when things get real loophole and nuts. Smith Munn Act. Yeah. Sandy Hook. What they did at Sandy Hook was legal. Oh, how dare you? That's why it's not even a conspiracy. Because if you really dive into the legalities of all these words, a conspiracy is when multiple people secretly meet to commit an act that, is, that goes against the law. That's key. After Obama changed Smith-Munn Act, it's not illegal to stage a completely fake event and put it on the news like it's real. Uh, legally. Like Sandy Hook was legal. What they did was legal. And, and the CIA and all these people have been doing it to uh, other countries for ever. You can go, like, you can legally, as an act of war, go to another country, stage a complete thing, put it on their news like it's real, and affect their behavior. It's, an, it's like, uh, there, there's, there's tons of law about when you can do it and how you do it and all that. They're very legalistic people. After Smith-Munt in America, you can do parkland. Like, you can do all this stuff, and it's not even a conspiracy. Because it's not illegal. There's absolutely no 
Um, there's absolutely no law that says they can't stage anything and put it on the news as it's re that it's real. The news has zero obligation whatsoever to give you the truth. So that's why technically the conspiracy theorists about Sandy Hook are technically wrong because it's not a conspiracy. It was just a textbook government operation. All right, anyway, uh, Cod says, when people are like, man, the world seems to go crazy since 2015. 2015 was the first election season si since Smith-Munt Act appeal. Yeah, totally. And they were doing shady shit, but it got nuts after that. Nuts. And it also has to do with the financial system. So the political world doesn't matter at all. Just look at the Federal Reserve. Look at what is happening in the markets. Look what's happening with... Uh, the financial system, and then the politics do their little uh, smoke and mirror show just to satiate the people. Oh, the red wave's coming. Dude, all these Republicans are already saying that they're going to still give all the money to Ukraine. They don't care what you think. They don't care what you want. And now people are becoming more and more aware of it. They, do, they feel no obligation whatsoever to do what their constituency wants. None. Because they're more afraid of the bank than they are the mob. Like, that's a fact. Let it sink in. Lindsey Graham and Nancy Pelosi and all these people, they're more afraid of the banks than the mob. There's nothing the mob's going to do. Just keep feeding them fucking KFC. It's like Barack Obama's wife had a dick and no one cared. They know people were brain dead. They're like, well, you know, you just feed them KFC. You give them KFC, give them pornos, you won't see the dick. Michelle, got a hammer on her. Look at it. It's, it's aggressive. I mean... She literally has a boner on Ellen. Um, and it's our fault if we fall for it. Uh, yeah, it's also, it's your fault if you care. I think the main thing to, to watch for is it's your fault if you care. Like if you're like, we got to stand up, stand up and do what? Have more kids, milk your goat. That's the actual answer. And I really hope the blacks see that before they burn the fucking system down. Because the reality is they're the most dependent group in America per capita. Not all blacks. I get it. I mean, look at why, like right now I'd say whites are the most cucked group in America. Look at me. So it's obviously not all true. I know a bunch of Jews that are some of the most honest, honorable people I know, swear to God. But if you look at the Talmud and you look at like what legally they're allowed to do to foreign... When you see people with, with dual citizenship with Israel, you know that they, they legally and morally have no obligation to tell you the truth or not put you in unpayable debt and clip your dick. News and politics have no energy draw from me now. It's awesome. Well, that's why this is all so great. Because you, need, you can't get out from the law of God. The more you lie and sneak and fudge and manipulate and gaslight, the more people don't care. Kyneton. Aren't the numbers on this stream just keep going up and up and up? And I, I'm, I'm more censored than Kanye West. There's no stopping it. And legally, they can't just put you in jail for fucking saying the truth. There's no law around that. Yeah, God, isn't it just keep going up? It's like, and, and dude, no, I honestly don't think anyone has ever been as censored as me on the internet. All right, let's continue. I got funny stuff for you too. New bears all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, our, our social media app has like 20,000 paid members. Think about how fucking unbelievable that is. A lot of them don't even know who I am.
which, is, which was always my goal. You guys know that was my goal. I never wanted Bertari Times to be the Owen app. It's not. I'd say there, there's thousands of people on the Bertari Times app that have no idea who I am, which was always the goal because I wanted it bigger than me and I didn't want the baggage of me to be a part of that. You know, I'm a comedian. I say crazy shit. It's part of my deal. Bertaria isn't about that. Bertaria isn't about breaking the conditioning that only niggers are allowed to say niggers or only gays are allowed to say faggots. Like, I know I'm right. I know that that was a hill to stand on. And, uh, and it's like, but after, but, but the whole, but my whole, all my creative energy should not be that because a lot of people aren't even in that world. Like they'd be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, so what? And I love those people. I was talking to a dude today um, and he doesn't even think about any of this shit. And we had a great, uh, we had a great talk. And I was telling, and his, his, his wife's like the truther. You know, his wife's the one who like kept his kids off vaccines and stuff. But it's like, he didn't even care. He's like, I don't even pay attention to that shit. And we're talking about hunting and burn piles and, you know, um, like musket season and how funny would it be if in Idaho you're allowed to, to kill a deer with a cannon for like 12 hours a year, <laughs> like funny conversations. Like, no, he doesn't even care. And I found that very relaxing. All right, let's get to some funny stuff. But this is the time for me to explain these spells because I'm actually a, um, I'm actually uh, an expert at it. Um, all right. How many subscribers does UA have? I don't know, but I know it does really well. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in that world. I mean, I'm kind of in that world, but I don't. I don't really care. I mean, no offense. I mean, I do care. I care in a way. But uh, Bertari Times is doing awesome, and it's like the the there's a growing amount of people that just are done with the lying bullshit. And they don't have hate in their heart. No matter how many times people say it, it doesn't make it true. You can just keep saying it over and over again. You're, you're, you're fueled by hate. It's like, dude, how many abortions have you had? Five? You've had five abortions and you're telling me I'm fueled by hate? Like you've killed five of your kids? You're only accepting of Ye West if he raps about shooting people or smoking crack, but he can't want to do his own business deals. And you're going to tell me I'm full of hate? A father of four running a farm with no debt, serving his community as best as possible. You know, the fuck is that? I'll show, this is my, I'll show you my life. This is, this is not hate. Okay. My wife and son, um, have been playing the violin now for a year and a half, two years. Check this out. Look at how great this is. This is what it's all about. There you go. How great is that? Because 
Because, you know, if you obsess about the truth or shit and like what they are doing and all this stuff, you're not building your own culture. You're not you're not transmitting information to your kids. I'm a classical piano player. You know, my wife is an incredibly brilliant human being and we're from a background of skills. So it's like I would much rather put my effort into, you know, music lessons and learning how to uh, farm and all this stuff than than uh, than just focusing on what they're up to all the time. I was with you until your family started playing violin, says Carlos Oso. Dude, I am so done with truth or fear porn. I'm so done with it. I mean, I hope that this doesn't come across as fear porn when I'm talking about the Jays and Grabblers and slavery and all this. It's not. It's fascinating. And it's an offer that I'm kind of, I'm okay with it being there. Like, just, you know, if, at any time, you can just give up your sovereignty and be protected by the Jays as they slowly kill you with porn and corn syrup. Like that is a life, right? You can also join the army if you want. You can also not. Until they force you to do this shit, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Not at all The Jews are very interesting people. Well, at this point, the clash, and it's become clearer and clearer in my mind. The clash is, do you get to follow different rules than everyone else? And it's not just Jews. It's anyone who thinks that. Because I know a ton of Jews who instinctively don't think that. They're honorable. They're like, they're like, no, that's just wrong. And so many people don't even fathom that that's possible, that someone could not be like that. That's why a lot of good people get tricked over and over and over again. Because they think that people, that no one would think that way, but a ton of people think that way. They're like, oh no, I can lie. You know, I can do these things. I can, I can steal and cheat as long as it benefits my people because that makes me a hero. You know, when me and Coddington used to be friends with this Israeli chick and we confronted her on that and her answer changed the way I saw the whole world. I was like, Benjamin Netanyahu said there was weapons of mass destruction and there never was. And he knew it. And America's been at war for like 10 years. And she said, quote unquote, yeah, but you believed us. And I'm like, so you know that was a lie? It's like, yeah, it worked. You, you guys protected Israel. Thank you. It's your fault for believing us. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm never believing another fucking word out of any of your mouths again. Unless I know for a fact that you don't think that way. If you think that way, you are not one of me. Interesting how she said us. Yeah, no, that's the thing is it's a trick when they when you say, oh, the Jews and then they all say, oh, but Kanye West is blaming all this stuff on just three guys. They don't actually view the world that way. Most of them, most of them view it as uh, my nation, right or wrong. That's instilled in them from a very young age. So even if you're doing evil, if it's for your nation, you're right. Yeah, our nation, right or wrong, is their motto. Yeah. And so they have little tricks where they bring up the Holocaust uh, to Europeans, especially to cuck them. Like if you're in an argument with a Jew, like, you just raped a kid. And they're like, the Holocaust. And they're like, oh, we're sorry. We're so sorry. We have so much shame still. Oh. And in America, you just say anti-Semitic. They programmed it into your head where you just shut down. You're like, I don't think 15-year-olds should be shown porn in school. That's anti-Semitism. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Keith, Gary, I'm, I'm sorry. We can still bowl, right? It's not working anymore. 
And, and we're still relatively rich. Wait till the shit really hits the fan. Not for you guys. Don't be afraid. It's for the people that are gorging on cheap debt right now. They're called zombie corporations. You know, the cheap debt is like they used to get all this free debt for zero dollars. Now it's 3%, 4%, 5%. Watch the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is, uh, is slowly making the debt more and more um, unaffordable. So zombie companies like, you know, Big Five Sporting Goods and Twitch, you know, like they're going to have to start firing more people. And, uh, and so unemployment will raise, the pain will raise. And so if you're right now working human resources at YouTube and you're some black lesbian making 120 grand a year, you're fucked. Like that, that, that spigot is turning off and then you have no skills. You're completely broken mentally. You see yourself as a victim. Like your entire job is just to not hire white people. Always watch the Fed. Always watch the Fed. Forward guidance, what their speeches are saying, what they say they want to do, how the market reacts to it. Politics don't matter at all. It does not matter who is president. It only matters who's president when it comes to international relations. Like the Saudis hate Biden and they're like savages. You know, like the royal family of Saudi Arabia are like, they're like cartel guys in that sense, where they're like, if they hate you, like they'll fuck with you. But other than that, it really doesn't matter. They just, they're mouthpieces and they like Trump, you know? But here's the thing is it's all God's plan. It's like, maybe it's time to sever relations with Saudi Arabia when it comes to the fiat currency and, and oil. We have unlimited oil in Alaska, like unlimited. There's oceans of it. It's endless Oh, but what about, what about the penguin? Dude, it's, it, green energy is way, 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 way more anti-environment. You know, like the, the bird blenders that they have there? That, those require more oil to make than they will ever replace. It's a joke. Yeah, Al Iran telegraphed that yesterday. He said he will fire 75% of Twitter staff. Yeah, they're puppets. They're puppets to this system. And so don't think Jew or Christian or any of that. Look at people and think, do they believe they get to lie to me because it serves them? It really is New Testament shit. And I know a lot of Jews that instinctively are good people, but they don't know where it comes from. Uh, and I know a lot of Christians that are instinctively terrible people and they don't know where it comes from. Like Masonic orders also um, have that rules for thee, not for me mentality. And that is, the, that is really the problem where it's like, Oh, we get to do horrible things because it serves us. And they take pride in that. And if you don't have a metaphysical standard you're, you're going for, that's why Jesus Christ was called the King of Kings. That every king had to follow his law, just like every carpenter did. And in those worlds, you had the greatest flourishing of beauty and life and everything. It's incredible. When the king says, I get to, you know... Um, I mean, if you look at Henry VIII, for example, like Henry VIII, uh, the, say what you will about the Catholics, they tried to hold him to a standard that he didn't want to be held to. Uh, Henry VIII wanted to divorce one of his wives. He killed two of them. Uh, and the Pope said no. And so he made England Anglican and then divorced his wife because the peasants weren't allowed to divorce back then. And uh, the king was like, yeah, but I'm the king. And he was a terrible king. And those type of actions that rules for thee, not for me, where it's like, 
Black Lives Matter, but not, not, you know, Clarence Thomas or Kanye West or anything. They're white supremacists. You're like, so you're just saying nonsense to get people to do shit for you. No. And I've known this for years, guys. I've known the, I've known this for years and it's amazing to see more and more people see it. All right. You guys ready to see some, uh, what, what the future is actually about? Fuck all this Jew stuff. I just, it's just fascinating to see um, a lot of the truth come out. And I really hope that people don't wake up too fast because to persecute people who identify as Jews because of your problems is a sin. Owen, would you please give us a quick lesson on Zionist Christians? What exactly is that all about? Well, they're just following, they are the slaves of the Zionist Jews and they worship the Jews in Israel. And they do not follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. You know? And that it is what it is. I know some that are good people. They don't know why they're good. But their entire thing is that the Jews are the chosen people. Jesus was a Jew. They're better than the Muslim. They're better. Not, it's No, it's are you following the laws of God? Yeah, they're cucks. Yeah, total cucks. They're slaves. They've accepted slavery to Jews. And that's why they'll defend the Jews to no end. They'll be like, oh, it's a and you're like, what? I'm just saying a 12-year-old shouldn't look at porn. Because if the Jews go down, they go down. Their whole worldview is based on like the Jews and then them and then everyone else. Satanists? No, they don't worship Satan. Like uh, that's a different thing. Like the, the Christian Zionists aren't completely inverted. E- like there is an ideology that's just evil where it's just like up is down, left is right, hot is cold. You know, there is that, um, that satanic worldview, and that's not Zionist Christianity. Zionist Christianity is uh, it's just they've been, they've been tricked by, um, you know, what was that? Schofield Bible and all that to, uh, to just make it seem like the Christians are supposed to be passive lambs and everything's for Israel. And he who, if you bless Israel, you're blessed and all this shit. If you give money to them and... Even though Israel is an atheist country, it's over 70% atheist. It's the gayest country in the world. There's more out-of-the-closet homosexuals in Tel Aviv than any city in the entire world, including Bangkok, including San Francisco. They don't believe in the God that they're claiming gave them their land rights. Okay? It's nonsense, and it should be avoided. All right. The man, the myth, they also have insane cognitive dissonance. They will defend the Jews, but they also are actively trying to get revelations to happen when the Jews will still reject Jesus and be thrown into fire. Yeah, yeah. No, they openly will say that. Like, like Stephen Crowder will like defend to the death Ben Shapiro and bombing the Muslims, right? But he thinks Ben Shapiro is going to be thrown into a pit of fire. They're total snakes. Stephen Crowder believes when Jesus returns and the way that they can bring Jesus back is by destroying the world. I'm not kidding. They're trying to bring out the end time so Jesus can return and kingdom come and all that shit, right? So they want to destroy the world and be globalists and all this awful shit so that Jesus returns and throws Ben Shapiro into a lake of fire. Like uh, Stephen Crowder believes Dennis Prager will be thrown into a lake of fire. So why do they work together? Because they're serving their own interests. Their friendship is not based on trust. It's based on money. It's based on status because they believe if they have higher status and more money, they can get away with more sin. They don't follow the laws of God. It's psychopathic. 
Okay. Um, check this out. This is what it's all about. Start a, start a company and start wars. And I, if you make good uh, content, I'll promote your commercials for no money exchanged. Good luck destroying the world with fake nukes. I know it's all, dude, you don't, I, this is something I promise. I put my batting average on the line. I put my word on the line. You don't have to do anything ever against them. The, the best thing you can possibly do is grow your own systems, your own businesses, your own families, your own communities, your own networks. You don't have to worry at all about any of these people. As someone who has been through the fire, and I have been through the fire, and not only survived, it thrived. And I know a lot of you guys trust me because you were with me when it happened. Those comedians that all stabbed me in the back are now crying, fat, drunk, freak homos that are touring and begging and lying. They don't know who the fuck they are. And I couldn't have designed a better revenge for it. Let the dead bury the dead. And because I know that a lot of people are like, if we don't do something now... You know, who knows? What would you possibly do? Who would you shoot? There's no one. Right? Think about it. Think about a race war or like a Jew war, or like killing the left or blah, blah. Name them. Name 10. You can't. George Soros, who are you going? Okay, okay. Well, who's the war against? The, the Democrat down the street? The Jewish guy that's kind of funny and rubs his hands like he deserves to be murdered? No, dude. Yeah, God's revenge is demographics. People that sleep well at night, they live good lives, healthy lives, have good marriages, they have more kids. They grow more. They get more powerful. They get more financially responsible. They get, they're not in debt, so when these interest rates go up and all the zombies get, get killed, they don't get hurt. And over time, they slowly, slowly... Gradually, the bear market, they like the bear market. Let them run their dallies. Exactly. You'd miss the Jews if they were gone. And I know a lot of you guys don't believe that, but you would. I'd miss them. I think that they add a fun, I, I think they add something to society that I can't quantify, but I would miss them if they were gone. But they shouldn't be in charge of anything. Like literally nothing that affects you at all. No government. You know, none of that. They shouldn't be in charge of media, any of that. They're, they're terrible at it. They can't stop tricking, lying, and scheming. But on as far as commerce, buying and selling, you know, as entertainers, I think they're great. Like, I think that they, uh, they're really good at system analysis, and they'll do anything for money. Think about that. The Lost Tribe of Loki, right? Think about how cool it is that you can get Jews to do anything for money. Because think about how much you'd have to pay me to do certain shit. There's not enough money to get me even to tour half the time. You know, someone could be like, dude, I'll give you 20 grand just to do one set. I'm like, I'm not leaving my fucking house. Dude, a Jew would do it for 20 bucks. They'll do anything for money. Mel Brooks is hilarious. Yeah, they are twisted, though. If you rewatch some of those old movies, it's like, there's like a, there's a sadness to them. But it's like, it. I can't explain it. There's something about the Jews that I really love. Like I do. I know I make fun of them a lot. I have a lot of conflicting feelings about them. But there's something about them. Like just when you hear that music, it's like, dan, 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 and the wagon rolls in and they're just, you know, dancing around. I fucking kind of love those little bastards. I really do. 
They do it for the prospect of 20. What they, they will sell the same $20 a hundred times. They'll be like, we now have $2,000. I'm like, no, but you only have one. Guys, that's our entire financial system is based on what I'm about to describe. They'll take a $20 bill and they will lend it out a hundred times. And then a hundred people, they'll, they'll write it on a, that, guys, I'm not even exaggerating one bit. They'll write 20, $20 dollars, and they'll be like, I'll pay you back. I have it. Here you go. And they'll do it a hundred times. So they, they're like, now I have $2,000. And you're like, no, you only have $20. He's like, no, I sold this a hundred times. Okay, it gets worse. That's fractional reserve banking, right? We now no longer even need, they don't even need the $20. They'll be like, here's your, I swear I have it, here you go. And they don't even have a single dollar. And they're like, have that, and dude, the more people understand this, this is why they've never been in charge of anything ever. You know, they were always at the fringe, because you don't ever want to, because they're, they're fun people. You don't want to like get rid of them. But they're like always doing crazy shit like that. Like really understand how crazy that is. So let's say I have, I'm like, I'm like, hey, Matt, you want to borrow 20 bucks? Um, uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I have the 20 here. So I'll just write it on a piece of paper. I, here's $20. If you ever want it, just come back and get it. But you can exchange this for $20 worth of stuff. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And I did that to a hundred different guys. And I never had more than 20 bucks. And then I take all that money and I buy a giant house and all the media. And then I try and get everyone to watch kitty porn. Okay. That's what they do. <laughs> because if you're watching porn, you have so much self-hatred, you never ask for your $20 back. This was supposed to be gold. When this started, and they're jokesters, they're hilarious. The guy that tried to get rid of the central bank, they put on the banknotes, his face. They're like, oh, Andrew Jackson, fuck you, here you go, right? Isn't that hilarious? All right. Toronto Drew Bear, do you have anything to add? I feel like you're getting a little paranoid these days, but I get it. Now that now that uh, now that he's been unleashed, but you have nothing to worry about. You're always welcome in Bertaria. You're just not allowed to uh, own the government, you know. But I I plan on having court dues. I mean, you think I'm crazy? You think I'm going to count all this shit myself? All right. If you don't have court dues, you're crazy. All these people that want to get rid of their court Jews, I'm like, oh, so you're going to count all the money? They're like, why would I do that? Great prank. Every time BB says right, it reminds me of Norm McDonald. Yeah, right, baby? I know, I did kind of get that from Norm a little bit. One time I listened to Norm McDonald for like 30 hours straight. And I started saying right. I, I just can't. There was like a little whine I developed. Trout Jubert, I'm good. I think I might be one-eighth Viking. Yeah, I think you're you're an eighth us, at least. No, I swear to God, I'm not pandering. You know I would never pander. I know some really honest Jews. I think a lot of people, oh, thanks. Dude, I just got a piece of gold from Denmark, Bear. Wow. Look at you. That was beautiful, Denmark, Bear. That was a good synchronicity. I'm talking about like how that money has no gold in it. Look what Denmark, Bear, gave me. He gave me a little nugget of actual money. Wow. What a fucking champion that guy is. 
Look at that. That guy has no idea what's coming. Look at that guy. Look at that little bastard. He's like, well, there's no way anyone's going to make fiat currency. <laughs> wow. Dear Owen, nothing much to report. I've put my shop up for sale, but everything is fine. Here's one-tenth to tickle your one-eighth. Hugs, Denmark Bear. Yeah, it, it definitely tickles my one-eighth. I, I mean, right now I think, uh, why are you selling your shop? Right now I think uh, Toronto Jew Bear just had a heart attack looking at that thing. Um, the Jews I know seem like wealthy victims, never really happy, usually gay. Yeah, the Jews I hang with are the ones that are more hands-on. Like, like Toronto Jew Bear or like Tower Goldstein. You know, Goldstein is all about like uh, guns and snakes and his dad was a wood, like worked with wood. I, it, it's not being a Jew. It's being a victim in a profession with no contact. Okay, want to know who's a way bigger Jew than any Jew ever? The entire royal family of England. They don't wipe their own asses. The real factor is not having any connection to the real world at all. Like living completely in the upside down. Like the, the royal family in England is way Jewier than any Jew you've ever met on Wall Street. Like they can't do, like they're helpless. I just did two hours of gardening, manual labor. Right, that, that's what it is. The, the factor isn't Jew. Granted, the word has a ton of spellcraft in it. We have to get to the bottom of it. And they deserve to be mocked. But it really, because it, I, I fucking think about this stuff a lot, guys. I'm like an expert at Jews. Hands-on Jew bear. Yeah. Jew, I knew a Jew in the Adirondacks with a uh, timber mill. Great dude. I mean, cheap as fuck, obviously. But like... If you're actually in the world, like in the world, like with your hands touching things and, you know, uh, it's the ones, well, I don't know what I think really fucked them over way more than their religion or the Highland guy. It's sitting at a desk for like generations, just counting. I think it really did like make them so inverted. Like they forgot that the sun is hot and the moon is cold and marriage they, they just are very intellectually abstracted out into this like academic, like they, like I, I guarantee a lot of Jews will look at the math around the fake global warming and be like, and then believe it. Cause they're like, that's just as real as anything else in my life. Right? Like that's why these models, predictive models are like the, the death nail of Jewish people. They're like, there's a predictive model because in reality you can see that the ocean isn't rising. You know, none of Al Gorithm's predictions came true. The oh, the oceans will rise. He's like a fucking atheist preacher. Not one inch. People that have lived by the ocean their whole lives, 20 years after algorithm, they're like, it hasn't went up at all. But the Jews like, but that only means it, 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 it's even more bad. <laughs> Man, I'm just really happy I got a piece of actual money today. That's fucking great. Uh, much love, Denmark Bear. You're, you're the man. I know I can be hard on Denmark Bear, but God, that guy's fucking, that guy's great. I wonder why he's selling his shop, though. Rewatch Inconvenient Truth with the laugh track. Kyle, we should do that. You, hey, Kyle, will you get some, uh, get some sections of it that are the most absurd and, uh, and put it to a laugh track? Guys, I have some, one of the funniest things ever I have right now for you. 
don't know where this is. Oh, Kyrie Irving basketball card. Dude, he was like my hero of 2021. Swear to God. Uh, what is this? The Nigger of the Narcissus. This is one of my favorite books ever. Never read it. I just love the title. Um, I, still have to, I still have to show you guys something amazing. Okay, here is uh, a coffee commercial. Enjoy, everybody. Benny Wills, Board Game Bear. Oh, thank God for you, my one-eyed weenus compadre. score 0.33 tates if I drank this. I know it. <laughs> Might grow some rollerblades or something. Nah, not worth the risk. No, no, no. I'm not taking any chances with you. Oh, I need to buy some good coffee like right now. Okay, screw this. I'm getting coffee. Real coffee. <sighs> okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm tired of this shit. I'm exhausted, and I need some coffee.
you, Zavin? You want me to drink you? You want me to drink you? All right, fine. Fine, I will. I'll drink you. Unbelievably funny. Great acting. Great directing. Fuck, man. I mean, Benny Wills does need to super chat me simply for wearing rollerblades, though, even though it was a sketch. Yeah, we've all done sketches, Benny. Yeah, I'd love to blade on my fucking driveway. What? What did I just say? Yeah, Benny was a, a very uh, accomplished actor in Los Angeles, just for those of you that don't know that. By the way, if you're ever fighting Paraplegic, which may happen, this is how you beat up Baraplegic, ready? Defense against a guy in a chair. Excuse me. Yes. It's that simple. It's that simple. Watch it again. So if Baraplegic ever rolls up on you and he like spooks you. Defense against a guy in a chair. Right? There's Baraplegic. Drink my coffee! Drink my coffee! Oh, get the fuck out of here! Fucking cripple. Right? It's great. All right, so this made me laugh. When everyone thinks you've been launching missiles in the ocean because you're a madman, in reality, you've been the only thing holding back Godzilla for years. Little Kim Jong-il, or Un, or whatever his name is. This made me laugh. Siggers keep moving. This is a Glock neighborhood. It's true. By the way, all quote-unquote racism is always economic. Oh, it's hate. No, you just bust in a bunch of people that'll work for eight dollars an hour, and now the dads can't pay for their fucking kids' rollerblades, right? That's why they resent new groups. You want to know one of the biggest mass hangings in America was Chinese people and Italians, because it's whenever they bring in cheap labor, 
right? Everyone hates them because they can no longer be, you know, their, their wives complain. They don't make as much money. And then they're like, get the fuck out of here. And then everyone goes, so much hate. You wouldn't happen to be the one who owns the factory, would you? You wouldn't be the one who owns the business that you just undercutted everybody uh, with your foreign labor. Sounds like someone needs a trip to the Tolerance Museum. Okay. Um, this is great. I was, I was teaching kids and adults about worm farms and composting, and then this guy shows up. It's Kanye West in Moon Boots. Man, I just don't know how I feel about Ye. I'm like loving all his Jew stuff, obviously, but like, what is he really up to? Hometown Bear, um, really, I think kind of nailed it. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but basically that uh, he might be trying to do smart cities because he's, he's crushing it in so many ways where he's like, he's like, money is not, money is not power. Food is power. Community is power. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't make a community. You made moon boots. And if you want to get a bunch of people into like a little city, I don't know, but he's also such a good fucking artist. I'm kind of rooting for Kanye, man. I'm not going to lie. Or yay. He's just a little, I don't want to, I mean, people call visionaries crazy all the time. I don't know. Conflicted. Kyneton, super chats, please. And then I'll read the mail and then we'll call it a day. As Kyneton uh, assembles himself. Yo, BB, here's a couple of my coffees to try. The gold label is a fancy pants one. Drinkable. The good tides blend is good with milk. Much love. Pugsley Bear. Oh, that's funny. I happen to get some free coffee today from the Tin Man. From the Tin Man. Of course, he puts it in grams because it's Colombian. It has hints of kiwi. Hmm, interesting. Thank you for that. Um, these are Kanye's Black Claw days. <laughs> oh, and this is Bathory Bear. I'm writing you this letter to express my gratitude for all your hard work and dedication to the bears. Thank you for having such a good influence on people. I donated to Ozark Bertaria, and I have a ticket to the festival. Awesome. Yeah, if you guys want to keep uh, donating, we still have a while to go, but you guys have done awesome. Uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Things are going well. We have enough to get the first parcel, but we have three more parcels to go and some domes and ridiculous amounts of taxes. Like, to keep the amount I have to pay in taxes aside is, uh, is a struggle, but it's a struggle that keeps the big bear out of prison. He's still being entertaining. We'll see what happens on the road. Exactly, hometown bear. Uh, Kyneton has some super chats. Hey, maybe a little grabble for your babble sent with appreciation. Ever heard of a, seen a show called The Chosen? Yeah, good show. I've liked it and thought others might too. God bless you and your family. Keep crushing. Yeah, I've enjoyed The Chosen. I like the dude who plays Matthew. I think he's hilarious. Cucumber, I was uh, spiraling trying to find Jonah Bear's address. I was just trying to send him an angry letter because he implied that he had sexual relations with, relations with my mother and didn't even buy her dinner first. Instead, he gave her $20 allegedly. Turns out this alleged motherfucker lives in the belly of the whale. So Jonah, how dare you? That was from Cucumber. Obviously, there's some insider baseball happening there. Twice as white bear. Tip to the breaker of spells. The gravy overthroweth. Let Cod know if you ever want some side cash. He could open a brothel, but warn him it might be tough starting out at first, so we'll have to run it by hand. <laughs> All in good fun, onward. Nice one, twice as white, Baron. Thank you. 
Nathaniel says, here's a tip. Thanks for all you do. And shout out to anyone grinding behind the Bertarian infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody doing that. We have a lot of people working now and uh, they work very, very hard. Also, thanks for making clips for TikTok. The easiest thing to do. I just press play and record nine out of 10. It's something I can use. Great. Yeah, keep doing TikTok videos. Keep spreading the gravy. Because if the blacks wake up too fast, they're going to burn everything. So just keep ladling the gravy that's about empowerment. It's about building your own shit. The Jew didn't make you watch the porno. I mean, don't get me wrong. Alfred Kinsey and Hugh Hefner, I mean, they were jerking off six-week-old babies. True story. I might break down the entire Kinsey thing for, like, oh, it's science, blah, blah, blah. They're, when they go at kids, they got to die. All right? That's all I'm saying. Um, but, you know... It's a choice. Everyone's getting it. All right, let me keep reading. I live in Missouri, so this is a super good deal for me. I attended a bear meetup in the Ozarks in January 2021. The sense of love and care that was there helped carry me through the entire year. God knew it would help because it was a rough year. I'm doing much better now and would like to donate a nigger book. True Bertarian Currency. Thank you for this. This is the classic by Joseph Comrade. Before the financial system collapsed, you were allowed to say nigger because it, it like illogical grabbler Talmudic lies hadn't taken over the world. Oh, that means you're about to hang my best friend, Bruce. No, it doesn't. Words aren't violence. Intention has nothing to do. Like you could say, man, I really want to hang this African-American or man, I love this nigger. He's great. Which sentence is worse, you fucking numbskull? We all know the truth. Yeah, but you just don't say it out of respect. Why? Because that respect implies that you're a nigger and I'm not. Do you not understand that? But the word itself is hate. No, it isn't. It's submission. Intention is hate. So that would alleviate an entire criminal class of just aborting African-Americans. Or we just aborted another baby of color. Might as well call it a nigger. You killed it. If you kill them, you might as well own it, right? Planned Parenthood kills nigger babies. You can call the baby a person of color all you want. It doesn't take away the murder. And which one of us is actually lethally hateful of blacks? Me or you? And you can misquote me all you want. Take me out of context. But the, the jig is up, man. If people want to hear... Because I'll be ta- I'll be clipped. Owen Benjamin says, uh, "Kill the nigger babies." Right? I did. It, it's like if you put it in context, you see the point I'm making. The murder is the bad part. You can dress it up in political correctness all you want. It's not. It's not genocide. It's not. It's not murder. It's ethnic cleansing. Right? It's 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 not <laughs> sodomy. It's gay pride. What are you talking about? It's not child abuse. It's not molesting a kid. It's, it's sexual education. Oh, if you call it sex ed, it's not showing a little kid porn in a government fucking warehouse. The thing about comedians is we see the world as it is. You can say any word you want about what you're doing. That's what it is. A little yellow van called a school bus picks you up, picks the kid up, Puts him in a little room, does MK Ultra shit on him, and then shows him pictures of pornos. And you can call it education all you want, but it isn't. All right. 
Question, can I bring my dad also with my ticket to Ozark Bertaria? I understand if not, I would respect. Well, I think what we're going to do, and I haven't talked to my people about it yet, but what we're going to propose is for all the donors, we'll give you a, because we have all your emails, thankfully. Um, we will give you a um, an exclusive deal to be able to buy additional tickets for the festival at extremely low cost. Because I'm thinking about it, you know, it's like, you donate for 400 bucks, you donate for a thousand bucks and, you know, and then your dad has to spend 80 or something, you know, I'd much rather have it be like, cause I mean, the tickets could be like 80 bucks or something. I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet, but like, um, I would like to do a thing where we email you because one of the, the things why you should be a donor now is lifetime, um, extreme discounts. So, We'll figure it out. I don't have the numbers on me, but um, if you want to bring somebody, it could be as like extremely low because I, I don't want it to be like a burden to help us. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't want to like incentivize not, you know, helping us buy the entire thing that we can do. So we'll figure that out. If you uh, entered your information, we'll get you uh, uh, promotions and deals and stuff like that. And uh, we'll make it work for as low as we can as we pay for the festival. Hilarious way of flipping extremist. Extremist, you mean my discounts? That's hilarious. 80 bucks for a whole weekend is a deal. Yeah, that's what the normal ticket was last year. I'm just throwing this out there, but if you're like a donor, I'm not guaranteeing this, but like additional people might be like 20 or something, like cost, 30, like the cheapest we could do. And we'll send you like a link or something. I, I'm ju I just came up with that right now. But that's kind of where my head's at, where I want to really encourage people to donate. And, and that's kind of like how it's going to be forever for you. But I thought we got our own cabin for 400 Well, in a few years, uh, that's going to be a thing. You know, it might be a domed cabin. But um, you, you would be like up the list of, you guys get it. We're just trying to figure out how to do this without me going less than zero. Um, 80 bucks for a whole weekend. Yeah, and if you want last year, and then next year is going to be way better too. It's like you see where the money goes. Nobody made any money on last year's uh, festival. And uh, because we want to put it back in. The vendors can, people that, you know, have booths and shit. But we just wanted to make the infrastructure as good as possible. And with that torrential downpour... It was such a blessing that the people around me really pushed for that because part of my, you know, I'm an eighth J. So part of me was like, wait a minute. So we're not making any fucking money on this. I mean, come on. And, uh, one of my buddies that was uh, running point was like, we got to have bathrooms and we got to have a giant tent no matter what for weather. And I'm like, okay. Um, and it, and it was torrential downpour. And if it wasn't for the infrastructure we had, it would have sucked. And so, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I wanted to make money on it. I'm not a charity, you know, but we had X amount of money and, and we needed a large tent. Uh, so no matter what the weather, we could do the performances and the get togethers and all that. And we also needed bathrooms. Um, and we also wanted to have uh, hired sheriffs and all this stuff and, and uh, insurance and all this stuff to make it really smooth. And so that was where we put it. Um, 
There's some great bear adjacent groups nearby. Bear adjacent. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to be have like a bear name to potentially have a booth. It just has to be something that people would want, and you know, you're cool. I want to support the local economy there. One of the reasons I picked this spot is because the people are awesome. They work their ass off. Great laws. Um, hot, a lot of bears, and I want to see the area economically succeed. I wanted that for North Idaho, but the problem with North Idaho, a lot of the areas are already very wealthy. Like where we did Ursa Rio, it's like a bunch of California millionaire liberals are there hiding. So they really didn't want me to bring people in and uh, encourage, you know, business growth and all that. They're like, no, no, we're, we made our money. We just want to die with pleasure. Dude, it's fucked up, but that place is still going to be awesome. Um, the hunting up there, the fishing up there, it's going to be great. But that being said, Missouri is a place where we can really make a difference, you know, in a positive way. Because Missouri has great soil, great weather, great location, great people, great morality. But what don't they have? They don't have very much economy. They have too much drugs and alcohol. Um, you know, not a lot of infrastructure. And so... What we're doing there is bringing businesses some, uh, some business and some growth and hopefully the communal aspect of it and the moral aspect of it would help people uh, not succumb to addiction. Uh, that's, that's, my, that's one of my goals for the, for the area. Because I just think that there's still so much future in Missouri. Like you can be a young, hungry, broke guy and get land there or start a business. In North Idaho, it's a lot more saturated. You know, to start a pizza shop, I mean, how much would that that pizza shop cost? $2 million? In Missouri, you might be able to get one for 60 grand. Um, yeah, like some of the vendors made really good money at the, at the festival. I mean, the sheriff's like having extra work and it's, um, I just think that that's important to look out for areas. Like look at areas and what, what could they use? Like Missouri had, can, has a lot of youth, children, um, you know, hardworking people, hardworking fucking people that could use a little bit more uh, economics, a little more community. And so it's a win-win for all of us. I can afford, because like we can get 183 acres if you include the taxes I'm going to have to pay for 900 grand because it's like 600 and something. We've already raised 200 and something. I'm guessing I'm going to have to pay 40% in taxes like I did last time because uh, there's really no write-offs when it comes to these type of projects. Um, and so, uh, but we have like four years to accomplish that, which I believe we can do because if we've already raised two low twos, we already can afford to buy. And in November, I believe we're closing on the first parcel where we had the festival. It's like 30-something acres and it has a... Um, uh, a barn that we can rehab and a small cabin and a lot of places where people can camp. And so, um, and so we're basically around zero at that point. And then we can have, we need like, I don't know, 30 grand, 40 grand for a dome for like, um, uh, for materials and labor and stuff. And then we'll have like a get together where people chip in labor and all that. And I, I just th think it's like kind of a long-term thing. And I want to, uh, 
And I, it's just a continuous thing. And with every festival, we'll be able to raise money. And with every documentary, we'll be able to raise money. And, and, uh, and just to keep it going. And I really think that, um, that it's going to work out fine. God willing. All right. Uh, this many streams ago, you mentioned... But can we revisit Crater Earth, specifically God, um, God give Lamas Day's research on YouTube? Could it be gravy? Thanks again, sir. Much love to everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really go down roads right now that I can't prove either way. So maybe it's a fucking crater. But I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I'm always encouraging people to, to research stuff like that. But I can't make any claims on what the Earth is. I'm, I just know what it's definitely not. All right. Um, it's a good area. I've been there before. What are you guys talking about? It's a good area. I've been there a few times. Oh, you guys talking about, uh, about Missouri? When it's not being used for festival with the land make hay or anything. Uh, well, our goal is if you just go on the website, BertariCampgrounds.com, you'll see our whole mission. Our goal is to have, uh, people be able to rent it out. Donors at a discount, obviously. To have, um, you know, skill building exercises, retreats, uh, weddings, receptions, homeschool, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And we're always open to other ideas people would have that donors would have for using the land down the road as long as we can, you know, make, you know, afford it and make it work and make it fair. Uh, we're down. We're not currently in the uh, agriculture or animal business with the land. We want it more to be about community or I don't know if there's hunting there, but we're buying a partial up uh, a section with wood forest in it. There might be great hunting in Missouri. I have no idea. Um, all right. The way you're describing it, we should be permanently moving there with intention. No, I'm not. I'm not starting like a. Uh, I'm not doing that. I think it's better. If people want to move to Missouri, go ahead. I think it's a great area for uh, the price and location and all that. But I think it's totally fine to live anywhere you want or anywhere your family is. Where your family is is the most important. Where your people are, where you feel comfortable. But once a year, twice a year, go to Ozark Bertaria and like meet up with your, with your tribe and have a good time and then go back home. You know, Missouri is also a tough place to live. I mean, there's a reason that the county, right, the city right next to where we're buying land is called Kabul. <laughs> it's like Afghanistan. One of the people that settled Missouri called it Kabul because he had done work in Afghanistan. He's like, this reminds me of Afghanistan. It's very, very tough, harsh, uh, unforgiving. And so, you know, it's for it, it, it. That's why it's the show me state. It's like there's a lot of problems in Missouri. Don't make me think. Don't make me uh, or don't think I'm like talking it up like some form of utopia or something. It's not. It's hard. It's harsh. It's humid. It's rain and snow and sleet and wind and you know. But for the right type of person, it's um, used to live in Kansas City. Harsh winter, harsh summer. Yeah, it's harsh, dude. It's like but Afghanis are tough as fuck. You know, like tough areas. That's why I live in North Idaho. Strong winters kill off a lot of parasites. And that's spiritual, demographic, and physical. Er, uh, rural, harsh environments are not going to draw, um, are not going to draw parasitic. Paradise is surrounded by hardships is a Hadith. Yeah, it's true. 
It's true. Anyway, a few random thoughts that hopefully contribute to Bear Community. About seven years ago, I was from Nebraska Bear. I started discovering the truth, went down the road hard, got my daily dose of cortisol, um, raped a few people along the way. That's verbally for those of you with autism. Um, I'm sure winters aren't as harsh as where I am in Quebec. Yeah, definitely not. The winters are way winters in Missouri are way more mild than in North Idaho. Way more mild. But I'm just saying it. It's like, it's um, you know, it's a tough environment which makes strong people. But it's a good environment. There's tons of fresh water. The soil is incredible. Um, and the and yeah, the uh, the human capital, the human, the people are fucking incredible. But they have, you know, addiction problems, like a lot of rural Caucasian America. And that's one reason why community is so important. A lot of people do drugs and drink because they're lonely. That's just a reality or they're in pain. And usually pain is about isolation, emotional isolation and loneliness and habit. If you're around people with good habits and you don't feel alone, uh, you have a way better chance of not becoming an addict. And I think addiction is a real fucking problem, man. I think... The slow kill, soft kill by your own hand is the perfect genocide. And I want to end it. I want to end it. And I want uh, you to help me end it. <laughs> and the way to do it isn't to put them in a clinic and give them another pill. It's community and it's habits. And it's showing people a life where you can get high on, on uh, virtue and goodness and family. All right. Uh, um, as, as I reflect, I realize what an assuming, arrogant, and ignorant ass I was. Yeah, and, uh, and um, Gonzalo Lira just did a great video on his Gonzalo Lira Again channel all about like being good to the quote-unquote sheeple. Low-income areas are full of guys in the trades who are hooked on oxy. Exactly. Those are my guys. Those are the guys I want to um, inherit America. <laughs> I want low-income guys in the trades are like some of my favorite people and they're literally eating rat poison. And I find it fucking tragic. Those are like, those are the guys, man. Those are the guys that, um, that need to get their shit, uh, figured out because those are the people I want America to rebuild with. By the time I went on a solid five-day hike in Colorado this August, I had been listening to the Big Bear for about four months. This is an important point leading to the main point of my letter. My buddy and I hiked eight to nine hours a day with full backpacks. By then, we had our tents up and climbed inside. Don't go there, Big Bear. We had our own tents. So there I was laying in my tent, just me and my mind listening to the rain hit the tent. That sounds beautiful. No cell coverage. The first two days were rough. I was agitated. I couldn't explain why. I was enjoying God's creation. We worked hard. Why the hell was I so agitated? It's because you didn't have the big bear talking to you. Those are actually who Trump called the forgotten people, but he forgot them. Yeah. No, but that's the funniest thing is they're the most, and I don't mean this racially, like I'm trying to be a dick. In my opinion, they're the most valuable asset America has are the, tra the low-income tradesmen currently hooked on opiates. I think it's like a fucking Ferrari sitting in a swamp. I'm like, what? These are some of the best people in the world. You know, the, the rural American tradesman is like, you can travel the world and you don't meet people like that. You don't meet people with that much 
uh, determination and hard work and morality and, you know, stories and, you know, music. It's just they're fucking great people. But there's a slow kill genocide happening and I want it to stop. And it's very, it's very avoidable. And it has to do with community and it has to do with opportunity. It does, it's not about money. But you have to allow people a path where they could potentially become, um, you know, financially independent, like in a sense. And, uh, and so when you give people dead ends, some people accept the dead end and they just start medicating. And, um, and it's bullshit. It's like, it's just total, but you don't need to, it's not like if you give them a hundred grand, it would cure them. It wouldn't, they'd spend it all on drugs. It's if you show them a path where you can have excellence and I don't want to use the word pride, but just like status in your nature where you're respected and you have a community doing what you do, they will get off drugs. They will get off drugs. Uh, because what it is, is they feel humiliated and they don't feel, it's like deltas. It's like they're the, they're like a culture of deltas. You know, Jews are the culture of gammas, the secret king. Why, why am I, I not the Moshiach? The American tradesmen, low-income tradesmen is the delta. They get the most amount of satisfaction by completing work and being respected at home. And so the attack against them is the materialistic wife with the never-ending desires that's fed to them by the media. And then the humiliation that their jobs just keep going to China and that they're deplorable and all this. And so they, they, they get self-hatred in them. And, they're, and they literally are almost trying to do the duty of the society to get rid of the bad man, which they have, are starting to internalize as themselves. But they know suicide is wrong, so they take pills. Satisfaction in your work, yeah. And here's the fucking tragedy of it. They're the best guys. It, like, it drives me crazy. It's like seeing a... I don't know. It's just like they're the, they're the guys that should be no, that they should know that they are the, the blood of America. Think about all the psyops like America was built on black slavery. You're a bunch of fucking white supremacy. Such bullshit. America runs on those guys, the guys that show up when the electricity goes out, that show up when your pipe bursts, that fucking build, that frame your houses, that transport your food. To grow your food. That's America. That's literally. And those guys have been given this fucking narrative that they're the bad guys and that the parasite class in New York, L.A., San Francisco are the good guys because they financialize and tokenize their hard work and, and, and sell it over and over and over again as gambling addicts on a market that doesn't even exist in reality. And those guys are literally sodomizing each other in the ass, trying to, uh, you know, normalize pedophilia in hell. And but they're convincing the actual good men that they're the bad men. Yeah, hicks, rednecks, white trash. These are some of the, these are high IQ, high performance, high morality people that have accepted that they're bad, and they're soft killing themselves, and it drives me fucking crazy. 90% of my friends are already dead. I'm only 40. We were those guys. Yeah, exactly. I, I was raised with a lot of those guys too. And a lot of them just deal with it. 
A lot of them did, but they're deltas. They don't need to be exalted. They don't need to be seen as the king and the special boy, but they need to be respected. You know, the only job that America was given respect to is soldier. If you go and kill Muslims for JP Morgan, you'll get congratulated at the fucking airport. But what about, but they, but literally it's like, but what about the people that keep America running? Like everything working. Hollywood's been doing it forever. Yeah. Because Hollywood, the parasites are jealous. They're jealous of, um, of the working man. They're envious because they, they know that they experience joy. They hate him for it. They know that they don't know how to fix anything. They're, they're, they're fucking useless, fucking sodomy driven, lying, cheating scum. And we're supposed to watch the words we use to keep their frail egos afloat. That we can't even say the word Jew or call out what the, the fraud that is fractional reserve banking. That they sell the same piece of silver 200 times and giddy and, and giggle themselves into a, a fucking frenzy until they whack off on another ficus plant in front of a woman. Like they're fucking disgusting, guys. And they're going to try and make you feel like you're the one who's disgusting. And, and, then, and then unfortunately, a lot of American men have believed them. Because that's the abuse cycle. And so they take their pills to not feel the pain. And they drink their booze to go to sleep. And they take their meth to work through their day. And they die at fucking 40 years old. It's insane, dude. That's what I want to... And Missouri is the, is the heart. It's like ground zero of that shit. Where you just see... Like... The potential is unlimited... And, and it's like this identity has been accepted where it's like, you know, man, just getting by, just fucking. It's like, no, dude, you're, you're important. You're important to all of us. And, you know, these parasites are being outed now. And it's not long before the systems start really collapsing. And who's going to inherit the earth? The meek shall inherit the earth. The people that have been spit at and called racist and homophobic because they don't want their kids to be taught that their skin makes them evil and slavery and, and sodomy is good and porn is good. It's fucking disgusting. The tide's turning. Oh, yeah. So, but if it turns too fast, they'll, they'll burn it down before they build an alternative. That's why I like really, really talk to the blacks these days. Be like, yeah, man, but like we can build our own shit, right? It's like, man, these fucking Jews. It's like because you have a group of people with very little to lose. And if they wake up too fast, if they translate the Talmud, like right now, things are going to go nuts. When, when, when they find out that they're the cattle, that the very people they are like, oh no, listen to black voices. Let's start the conversation. They're referred to as cattle. That the, the goyim and the black and the nigger and all this, that we're all closer to the cow than we are the Jew. They a lot of Jews believe that. Not Toronto Jew Bear, not you know, some of you guys, but like, a lot of Jews, they literally believe that the nigger, the goyim, the redneck, the white trash, whatever the fuck they want to call these people, myself included, that we're closer to my cow dandy than I am Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro believes that. Ben Shapiro thinks we're, that's in the Talmud. That's one of their fucking things. Oh, you're misquoting. No, I'm not. You don't get to create my reality, you fucking little grabbling pervert. And it's not bad. It's like, I went through a phase where I was really mad. I was like, you view, I was like, 
yelling at the internet, the void. I was like, you view my children as cows. You know, I was like, it was questions for the Jews. I did this on YouTube. I was like, do you really view my children as cows to be managed? The answer is yes, by the way. But that doesn't mean they are. That means in their, like, that in their worldview they are, but they're wrong. And the truth will set you free. Work will set you free. They're only fucking themselves. I don't need their mind to change for me to have a good life. And a lot of Jews don't even know what's in the Talmud. A lot of Jews have never, they have no idea that it's a handbook for human owner, like to, for, for, to enslave people using deception. They'll call me anti-Semitic, but they won't call me wrong. The third day was better. By the fourth and fifth day, I was in another realm. I was flooded by peace and gratitude. Hiking was still hard, but I felt alive. What I experienced is difficult for me to put into words. Your episode on the Trinity of Music helps. Your comments a couple of weeks ago that elevation may be associated with different frequency and consciousness. Yeah, yeah, there's something there. Well, that's Satan's view of us. Yeah, it is. And it's out of jealousy, too. It's out of jealousy. They have to know how ugly they look. They have to know how many of them have big noses, big ears. You're like, oh my God, Marigold. They have to know they're not superior. Some are. Some Jews are superior to me morally. Some Jews, that's the thing. It's not like an anti-Jew thing. But ideologically, that's their worldview. They still believe they're this, the, the priest class of the Temple of Solomon. That you are to be managed. That they are not. They do not have to follow the same rules as you. You, you are a foreigner. In the in the Torah, even, you can do debt as an act of war to foreigners. That's why they don't see themselves as American or as part of this nation. It's very logical, guys. It's very logical, and it's and it's not worth getting angry over. But they don't. They they view usury as war that you can inflict it on someone else. And that's why, you know, it's not all the Jews in on it together because, um, there so many of them are in debt. They don't, no one's even explained this to them. I care about them more than their own family members that know this shit. Islam has an objectively more generous portrayal of Jesus than the Talmud does. Islam reveres Jesus as a prophet of God. They say, Jesus, peace be upon him. They call him Isa. Um, what was it? I don't remember. Isa. Isa? Isa? I can't remember. But uh, they love Jesus. An analogy when the ground is dry and hard. A heavy rain runs off, but a slow and steady rain softens the ground so the water can seep in. I believe four months of listening to you break spells and laughter over drama paved the way for me to break free. Uh, my addiction had, had been broken. I came home and tossed my trunk hats and flags, and I haven't once gone back to any of the websites I thought had the truth. The fear is gone. I have, however, continued to listen to you. You're a good man, Owen. Thank you. Random, when I saw the box full of gold crowns supposedly ripped out from Ukrainians' mouths, I thought, it would have been more dramatic if they left the blood-stained roots attached. Right. It turned out later it was, a, it was from a dentist. 
Of course they were lying. Everyone knows they're, they're lying all, because they believe they're allowed to lie to you because you're a cat. Like I can lie to my goats. I can bring them grain and get them over in a pen and, you know, snip their balls because they're goats. They're, they're, that's literally how they view non-Jews. The, the, the quote unquote elite class. You can call me crazy. You can call me anti-Semitic, but you can't call me wrong because that's in the Talmud. And that's the laws they follow. And, you know, don't become a murderer over it. Like, just accept that if you act, because that's the irony. It's almost like that movie uh, Seven, where the final act was wrath. You know, where he got Brad Pitt to kill him, which proved that he had that sin. Because the Jews are being used by the devil in a lot of ways. If they can get you to murder them without, like, in cold blood, it proves that you're actually an animal. Isn't that fucking interesting? So all these people getting riled up and it's like, we got to fucking do something about the Jews, right? If, if they can get you to strike them, it actually proves that the Talmud's true. Okay, so keep that in mind. Do you want to fall for that? That little prank, huh? I used to say suck a bag of dicks for so long. Owen blew my mind when he told me about King David and his bag of dicks. King David used to carry around a bag of dicks. Look into it. Oh, how dare you? Eh, you can call me crazy. You can't call me wrong. Um, I don't know if it's because it's more chill or something, but Saturday streams are unbelievably good. Thanks for Cedar Bear. Well, I've eaten, so I'm not quite as like, I, I'm a little more relaxed. And then by the evening streams, I'm like, like super chill. I'm like your buddy. Sometimes in the morning when I haven't eaten, um, I can be a little aggressive, but a lot of people enjoy those too. Random, when I, um, the tip is equal to the tip I sent the piano player a few months back requesting one of my favorite songs. The lyrics ring true to what you're out there doing. The song is Ukiah by the Doobie Brothers. Heck, you can even substitute Idaho for Ukiah if you ever play it. But you blew me off. You didn't even say, write that one down, Cod. And if you don't play it, no problem. I will just keep sending letters like Andy Dufresne did in Shawshank till I wear you down. <laughs> That's amazing. No, this tip is to start a Big Bear Adopts a Daughter Fund. At minimum, three things will come from you and Amy adopting a daughter. First, you will be super blessed to be part of your family. Second, you will be blessed in ways you can't imagine, especially when she is the giant wrapped around her little finger. The third reason is selfish to the bear community. Think of all the entertainment we will have for years to come as you navigate those waters. I know. I was wondering why God has spared me being a father to a daughter, you know, four sons, um, I've always wanted a daughter too. Like, it's not cause I wouldn't want a daughter. Maybe I would suck at it. I don't know. Maybe I'm not designed to, uh, to understand how to be a dad to a daughter. I'd probably become like a, like a mess. <laughs> I can anticipate one rule now speak only when it's appropriate and only on a prepared list of topics. The bear provides you. <laughs> oh, I'd be so protective, like to a degree that's nuts. I could see myself being a fucking nut job when it comes to having a daughter. Seriously, Big Bear, can't thank you enough. You have made a huge impact on my life. With much respect, no hair bear. P.S. My kids have often heard me let out an ah shit at the end of a sneeze. When you let out nigger at the end of your sneeze, I busted a gut. That was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, what religion besides Judaism rejects and disrespects Jesus? None. 
Um, Judaism calls, I mean, not all Jews though. Tron Jubert loves Jesus. Tyler Goldstein loves Jesus. But Ben Shapiro called, Kyneton, will you email me Ben Shapiro talking about Jesus? And he's what that religion views Jesus as. And so the fact that you have all these evangelical Christians working with Ben Shapiro and Dennis Prager, just waiting for them to be thrown into a pit of fire is hor- You don't want to be friends with people like that, guys. People that would just turn on you. Like imagine being friends with someone that you believe will be thrown into a pit of fire. Like what? PPS after learning, there will be a Shire area at the new campground. Another donation will be on its way in time. Thank you very much. Oh, here we go. Ben Shapiro. Here we go, Ben. Let's take a look at old Ben Shapiro. What he thinks about Jesus. You know, from, from a Jew- okay, here we go. And bear in mind, he's not saying his opinion. He's saying from a Jewish perspective. Man, when the blacks see this shit, it is not going to be good, man. It's from a Jewish perspective. Bear in mind. Let's watch it again. Here we go. Now, from, from a Jewish point of view, where we don't believe in the divinity of Christ, I right. think that the, there you can make an argument that the... The Gospels, which were written, he was just signif- a prophet. And, right? signif- no, no, no. We don't I even just, believe he was a prophet. What do you think he was? What do you guys? I, think I, I mean, I, what I, what do I think he was historically? I think he was a Jew who tried to lead a revolt against the Romans and got killed for his trouble, just like a lot of other Jews at that time who were crucified mm. for trying to lead revolts against the Roman and got killed for their trouble. So he became legend and story, and it became a bigger and bigger deal as time yeah, went on. Yeah, he had a group of followers, and then mm. that gradually grew, and then do you think there he was, was resurrected? A, no, that's not. That's not a. A Jewish belief. Okay, I just want to check. Yeah, no, we're, we're not into, <laughs> you're not we're not into the miracle stories. No, that's, that's no? not, no. Do you don't have any miracles? No, not, not, not by Jesus. Right? No? They're, they're ones the in the God Old Testament. Ones? No, they have them in, uh, it's called the Federal Reserve. Want to hear uh, the Jews' miracle? The Jews' miracle is they got Goyim to believe that has any value. Like, that's absolutely amazing. Like, they're like, oh yeah, Alan Greenspan did a miracle. He fucking got the, the Goyim to be- it's unbelievably funny. Yeah, you've got Moses splitting the sea and all that. What do you think happened there? What do I think happened there? Yeah. Well, I'll go with the Maimonidean explanation that there was, a, I mean, it says in the Bible there was a strong east wind. Uh, so there's a naturalistic explanation for a physical phenomenon. You see that, you see Ben Shapiro is actually um, an atheist. He, I don't think he believes in God at all. I don't think most Jews believe in God. I think they, he's like, well, scientific explanation. There's an east wind. So the wind obviously split the entire Red Sea. And because that happens, <laughs> their miracle is turning twenty dollars into two thousand just with the the trust of people that don't know any better. Because the Talmud, the Babylonian Talmud, is not typically translated into English. Let's watch this again, and feel free to send this to your evangelical friends that keep calling you an anti-Semite. Now, from from a Jewish point of view, where we don't believe in the divinity of Christ, I right. think that they, there you can make an argument that the, the no, they believe in the a miracle of compounding interest rates. Because think about it. If you get a couple Jews in your nation, they can take over the nation in 80 years just by compounding interest rates. It's fascinatingly miraculous. He's like, well, no, I mean, obviously. I mean, obviously. Yeah, Start Wars. He's a Start Wars fan. He loves bombing kids. Gospels, which were written. He was just a signif- prophet. In, right? signif- no, no, no. We don't uh, even believe he was a prophet. What do you think he was? What do you guys I, think? I, I Dude, mean- you want to know, know one of their biggest miracles? He turned cold and flu season into $20 trillion. Bear in mind the dollar has no value, obviously. But to get that many goyim to kill their own kids, I mean, in the Talmud, that's actually considered like, that's, I mean, Jesus was just a common criminal. 
what I what do I think he was historically? I think he was a Jew who tried to lead a revolt against the Romans and got killed for his trouble, just like a lot of other Jews at that time who were crucified mm. for trying to lead revolts against the Roman and got killed for their trouble. So he became legend in story, and it became a bigger and bigger deal as time yeah, went on. Yeah, he had a group of followers, and then mm. that gradually grew, and then do you think there he was, was resurrected? A, no, that's not that's not a. A Jewish belief. Okay, I just want to check. Yeah, no, we're we're not into <laughs> you're not we're into not into miracle stories. No, that's that's no? Not, no. Do you don't have any miracles? No, not 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 by Jesus. Right? No. And bear in mind, Joe Rogan just called um, Jesus a zombie. So, you know, all these Christians be like, oh, man, you you're way too hard on Joe Rogan. You're not. Then you don't have any love for your God, man. Not the Romans. The, the Old God Testament. Ones? Yeah, you've got Moses splitting the sea and all that. What do you think happened there? What do I think happened there? Yeah. Well, I'll go with the Maimonidean explanation that there was, a, I mean, it says in the Bible there was a strong east wind. By the way, that's all allowed on YouTube. No problem. All right, anyway, let's read it a little more. So I don't, that's why I never care when people call me anti-Semitic. I'm like, what? I, I don't care. Thank you. And I'm friends with Jews. But I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously not signing off on, on your beliefs. I think they're fucking crazy. You think Jesus Christ... The Messiah was a common criminal that was crucified for his troubles because he led a revolt against Rome. Fuck you. Well, you know, compound interest rates and war, war, and war, and you fucking bombing Muslims and fucking death cult. Oh, really? That's a death cult, not the people creating money out of anuses. Dude, they literally, and they, it, every single pharmaceutical company is owned by a Jew. Every one of them. They took, and then all the media companies, CNN, all of it, Fox, all of it. They took cold and flu season, and they made $20 trillion on it and killed, according to some estimates, a billion people. They're going to have a holiday about it in like 10 years. They'll be like, it'll be like 311. You know, that, that was when it started. Three times 11, 33, obviously. They killed all their prophets. Oh, they fucking hate prophets. They like prophets with an F. Because they do Phoenician word magic. Hooked on phonics works for me. Where do you think phonics comes from? The Phoenicians, right? Ben Shapiro is more accurately described as a Phoenician than even as a Hebrew. So they like to do word magic. It's like, you, you killed your prophets. Like, now we have a lot of prophets. We have so many prophets this year. It's like, what are you doing? We spelled it with a different letter. So it's a different, it's like the opposite because we're fucking liars. Juiced up Turkey Bear says, have you looked into taking an indexed universal life policy out on yourself and business? There's a lot of tax-free options and keep access to full funds. There's an insurance guy that lives near you in Idaho. It might be worth a look. Um, I have no idea what any of that means. And I'm just trying to stay out of jail. Uh, and so that's why one of the many reasons I pay all my taxes because it's not worth going against Rome as Ben Shapiro just showed you guys. That when you're uh, tackling the devil that I do a lot, cross your T's and dot your I's, guys. That's why it's so important for me to the, for the county of, uh, that Ursa Rio is in to remove the violation. Dude, because a lot of people are like, just there's nothing they can do. They, they fine you 100 bucks and that's it. There's no enforcement at all. I'm like, but you don't understand. When you're fighting the devil, you, you can't go against Rome. I don't want anything on my record. I have nothing on my record. In my entire life, I'm 42 years old. I've, I've had a few speeding tickets. I'm not having a fucking violation on my record because I didn't violate any of your laws. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, 
So when it comes to tax, I'm not doing anything shady at all. It's like, it's like you can have write-offs. You can lower your taxes by putting it back into your businesses or your community or all kinds of having employees, all that shit. But uh, I'm not doing anything that gets me on the radar of, um, of those guys. It's not worth it. It's just money. It's their money. The one tax that I think is immoral that I would argue, I still currently pay it, but it's property tax I think is immoral. I don't think they have a logical explanation to charge you tax on your property. But everything else they do, it's they made this money. They made up the money. They created it out of thin air. And as long as we want to participate in their stupid little game, you got to pay their VIG. They're a mafia. And I, I survive with mafias. I know how to deal with mafias. You know, you don't publicly challenge them. You fucking put the dollar in the basket. The Catholic Church is a mafia. A lot of these people are mafias. The Masons are mafias. The Mormons have aspects of mafia. The Amish have a mafia. Everybody has an element of put a dollar in the basket. Same with me. Entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Pay the gay away. Give the Don his cut. Fact. The king will always take a cut. And if you fight against that, well, I mean, crucify for your trouble. That's why Jesus never went against the law of Rome. He never once broke the law. That's one reason why they keep trying to get people to think Jesus said he was God. Because if Jesus said he was God, then Rome and the Jews and everybody had a legal right to kill him. That's, that's the whole point of the Trinity. Well, according to the John 3.16, I mean, only through the Son can you get to the Father. That's him claiming to be God. Huh. You, you wouldn't be trying to get out of a wrongful death claim, would you? A 2,000-year-old wrongful fucking death claim? Jesus never broke the law. He never broke the law of the Romans, and he never broke the law of the Jew. He didn't. He knew that if you wanted to uh, go against Rome, you, didn't, you couldn't have any stuff. You know? So that's why Rome, the Catholic Church, like, Jesus is God. He said he was God. It's like, show me in the Bible where he directly said he was God. That was illegal, and the penalty was death. Okay? Oh, you, haven't you known me this whole time, Thomas? Oh, see, he claimed it. He didn't. No, 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 he didn't. He never claimed it. He never claimed he was God. In fact, there's a lot of sections where he said, you know, rise, don't worship me, worship the, I'm here to do my father's bidding, all that stuff. What would be the motivation to make people think that Jesus claimed he was God? Would it be that he was killed? It's Cal for going against Rome. He never went against Rome. He never violated Roman law. He never violated rabbinical law. He never violated those laws. He was wrongfully persecuted. <clears throat> if, if people can convince each other that he claimed he was God, your father and my father, my God and your God. Right, that's, that's clear language. My God, he didn't say me, oh, it would be so easy to just go, I am God, worship me. He's like, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. Oh, don't you know he's referring back to King David? It's, a, it's an inside joke, only a few people got it. Okay, you wouldn't happen to be trying to get it so people believe Jesus claimed he was God so that he was rightfully executed, would you? Huh, huh, pretty, pretty, pretty crafty there, Grabbler. Oh, Owen is saying Jesus is not God, he is the devil. I'm defending Jesus. Because if Jesus claimed he was God, he was rightfully killed by the Romans. Legally, legally I'm talking. He didn't break the law. He preached not to break the law. 
He tried to help the Jews, so they killed him. So it, it, I, it's fine. I don't need to. It's the the new law that he brought. The completion of the law he did not come to change the law. He came to complete it, to fulfill it. Was that the priest class did not have any more rights than you? That was revolutionary, and it still is. That rules for thee, not for me, does not apply to the Pharisee. That was his main message, and that you're no, you're never going back from that. If he said, I am God, worship me, they had every right to kill him. They di he didn't, so it was wrongful. It was wrongful death. And guys, there is a higher law. There is a higher law. There, you can deduce by society that there is the law of God, that there is a higher law that all secular law have to appeal to. And, uh, and so if you can... Like, if you do murder a man who did not break the law, there's no going back from that. You lose. You already, they already lost. Satan lost. Isn't it against the law to circumvent using the dollar? I don't know what you're talking about. I got to stay focused. Jesus went pro se, represented himself in court. Yeah, and he showed everybody how to beat the Pharisee. You respond from a question with a question. You don't shortchange the tax collector. You just don't have anything, Right? The irony about the World Economic Forum and all these communists is they're actually preaching a lot of gospel with one caveat. Satan is at the root of theirs. God is at the root of Jesus's. You will own nothing and you will be happy. May as well have been in the fucking gospel. And a lot of people don't want to admit that. The reason, the reason it's so offensive and evil is because they'll own you. When you have the king, the master, the elite, whatever you want to call them, the Jews, the grabblers, when they say you will own nothing and be happy and we will own you, that's satanic. Jesus basically said you will own nothing and be happy. Everyone will because you don't get to own it. It's interesting, right? You ever think about it that way? You ever think about how many globalist phrases are perversions of the Bible. It's easier to fit a camel through the eye of a needle than a rich man in the kingdom of God. I, I mean, what's he saying? That the possessions don't bring you happiness. That the vow of poverty uh, gets you from persecution from Rome. Faith alone, one man with God is the majority. Jesus is the way for it. Yeah, Jesus is my lawyer from day. Yeah, Jesus as a legal expert is unbelievable. And so many people are not taught that. I'll get so much heat from this. You piece of shit, read your Bible, KJV. You don't know shit. You're a fucking faggot, fucking Jesuit tranny. But no, it's, you've been programmed to not even understand what the fuck he's saying. It's all about commerce and all about how to deal with the liar, the snake. He's the word of God, the savior of mankind. Oh yeah, yeah, God. He never claimed he was God. And that's an important fucking sticking point for me. And you can say I'm burning in hell and you're going to heaven all you want. I know what I'm saying is not stupid. If you say Jesus claimed he was God, that is a criminal offense. He never broke the law. He did not come to change the law. He came to fulfill it. And this doesn't take away from Jesus the Christ. As you said, he's still crushing. Yes, you can say he embodied God. You can say he represented God's will, will and testament. Guys, these are all legal terms. Jesus allowed the common man to accept his inheritance of this creation. There really is trinities, but not in the way they're claiming. 
If because people would claim they were God and start cults and then they'd be killed. He didn't break that law. You can say he was embodying the testament of God. He was bearing witness to God. He was the will of God, the testament of God, the last will and testament. But if you say he was God, that legally has massively different ramifications. In my opinion, now, this is not a sticking point for our friendship. This is not a, a uh, non-Trinitarian gardening group, Bertoria. It's just my opinion. But I think legally there's a lot of weight to that. Um, you can't take it with you. Exactly. You can't take your position. Right, right. Yeah. That's how I, before you collect my taxes, first you must answer the question. What is tax? What is collect? And what is my? Where's my goal? Jordan Jeberson, accounting services. That's hilarious. Fulfilling, not breaking the law. That's powerful. Yeah, he, he said he's not there to break the law. He's there to fulfill the law. What he was doing, he was bringing the law to the Pharisee. And that's why they hated him. But he was saying, no, Ben Shapiro, you're not, you don't have a birthright based on your bloodline to be able to break the laws of God and punish those underneath you who are doing what you're doing. That is fucking powerful. And he brought it, he brought it as the word. And next time he comes as the warrior, all, you know, all knees will bend holding a staff of iron. I believe all of this. I believe in revelations. I believe in, in the second coming because it makes logical sense. I have faith and there's also logic to it. You know, they'll give you the dream and if you don't want it, if you don't accept it, they'll give you the nightmare. And you'll see. I think we may see in our life. I mean, no man knows the hour we see through a get glass darkly, but I can see it happening right in front of my eyes. It's like, this is the law of God. Okay. Next time I come, it's not going to be like this. And you can clearly see that's what's happening. And the grabbers are trying so hard in the final quarter to like communism, them, World Economic Forum, you all nothing be happy, but they won't leave their status. But not us though, not us. We're the special boys, right? No. Yeah, second comes with a sword. Yeah, the warrior. Jesus chose to be that way. He chose to be meek. He chose to be penniless, a carpenter, simple. You know, he chose that. That wasn't because he couldn't crush. You know, that's my opinion. I'm not, this isn't a religious channel. I'm going to bail now. It's a comedy channel. Jesus won't turn the cheek to snap. But back then, I think what he meant by turn the cheek is when you're preaching the gospel and someone slaps you, turn the cheek and keep going. It means don't cuck. It means don't. The irony about uh, turn the other cheek is about not cucking. Uh, he was God's son on earth, and I believe he would do as pleasing to his father. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it verbally very clearly. Yeah, now you just can't leave. Exactly. Like a legal notice. Exactly. Exactly. The Jews will finally get their warrior, right? The Mashiach will finally come as a warrior. This time it won't be the same. And it's exciting, right? Aren't you getting a little excited thinking about how it's actually true? And it's not just bullshit that allows you to get mad at people. Uh, you know? His fulfillment was his justice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting shit, man. 
Um, you keep preaching. Yeah, well, I feel like it's important to empower people with the actual fruit of Christianity and not just the nonsense. Eat a cracker, you know, give money to the pedophile on the scooter. You know, it's just so stupid. It's like so many people are like, oh, I'm Christian. But it's like you haven't accepted your, your birthright. The birthright is that the working man is, no, is not below the king. And, I, and then communism mimics it, but they still try and get the, the oh, no, but not the special boys. <laughs> right? I mean, it's so laughable. All right, dear Owen, I write to you just, by the way, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a scout. I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's theological holes in what I'm saying. I'm not a biblical scholar at all. I didn't go to church for 30 years, and I still don't. I go occasionally. But I have insights that are valuable, and if you don't think so, just watch something else. Go watch Ben Shapiro. He'll be like, five nickels make a quarter. Four quarters make it out. I mean, there's people that literally say Ben Shapiro is doing Christian work. No, keep preaching when you... Oh, I see what you're saying, Papa Brian. Yeah. Yeah, when, you, when they hit you, just fucking keep going. It's the... Not, it's the Civil disobedience that Gandhi perfected in India. Gandhi was a pedophile, by the way, not backing him, but it works. They hit you, keep going. Just keep going. Just keep starting new YouTube accounts. More Instagram accounts. Just keep going. Bang. Bang. Here, how about this one? Bang. How about that one? They get tired. Turn the other I watch you guys do turn the other cheek all the time. Welsh Mama Bear, M1 Bear. All you guys, it's like, oh, they deleted another uh, YouTube account. Here's another one. Here you go. Here's another one to hit. Here's another one to hit. We're not stopping. We're not stopping. You're not going to stop us by slapping us in the face. You know, and if you react to them, they already have the mechanism in place to counter you. It's all chess. Yeah, turn the other profile page. Exactly. Bang. How many times have you been? Because then it inspires people. They go, man, Owen's been kicked off Instagram like 12 times. He still has like 4,000 people following him. He just keeps getting up. Rudy, Rudy, right? Bang. You know, bang, bang. You just keep going because they can't actually hurt you. Dear Owen, I write to you just past the halfway point of Unhealthy Women's Month, also known as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. In past years, I did not even care for this charade. Was major sport leagues or corporations going pink to show support? Yeah, it's actually to show support for cancer. They make the cancer. You guys want your fucking minds blown? All that money for breast cancer awareness goes to making cancer. They figure out how to make food by processed food that gives you cancer. And then they are aware of it. They're like, oh, they can raise all the money in the world. You notice the cancer rates just keep going up and up. It's almost like we're funding cancer. It's almost like AIDS was created by AZT. It's almost like the COVID vaccine makes COVID, right? Isn't that fucking interesting? We all thought that they were fighting against cancer, but they were creating it. Do you know the rates of cancer in women 100 years ago was basically zero? Interesting how the more resources and attention and money you put towards it, the more cancer rises. It's almost like it's a Talmudic joke where they're like, cancer awareness, making more cancer. After listening to the stream on regular basis in summer 2020, the possibility of breaking the spell 
uh, around Unhealthy Women's Month seemed like a fun challenge. At the end of September, I was driving San Diego County for work, and my eyes were confronted with bright, annoying pink balloons outside of a car dealership. From there, the ideas began to flow with first renaming the month, as you've mentioned in many streams. Naming something is a key component, and from there, I was on the path. Yeah, you did, you're doing great. Unhealthy Women's Month is a great fucking spell break. For example, the organization Susan G. Cornyn puts on a three-day walking event that covers 60 miles. What I see is where the comedy begins. It's an event where women come together, feel empowered, allegedly raise funds for research, and show off a great host of unhealthy women with breasts that don't function. Now imagine an unbiased reporter speaking to a participant in this walk. Reporter, hi, can you tell me why you're walking in this event? Woman, I'm here to stand with my strong and independent sisters. As a show to the world, cancer can't stop us. This event is so powerful. Reporter, and walking for three days is going to do what exactly to breast cancer? Kyneton, as I'm reading this, will you find me my, uh, my skin cancer awareness bit and send it to me, please? Woman, it's to fundraise for research so our daughters and granddaughters don't have to go through this. Reporter, huh? And do many women here exercise regularly outside of the three days of walking? Woman, I don't want to go to a fucking gym. What's the point of that? Reporter, just a question, and I see this event is catered and sponsored by food companies with unhealthy food options. Do you think people here eat like this at home? Woman, well, not exactly. I mean, like, what's wrong with eating Burger King five times a week? That place is so good. Reporter, okay, and what about sleep routine? I don't think many women have slept much in the past three days. Do you have good sleep during the week? Woman, well, I sometimes get three hours of sleep at night if I'm lucky, but watching Netflix every night till 2 a.m. probably doesn't help. Reporter, huh. From my view, if you even changed those three things in your life, I think there is a lot less chance you would have gotten breast cancer. Woman, how fucking dare you? End scene, exactly. God, are we going to be able to find that clip? It's perfect for this. Or better yet, let's examine the name Susan G. Komen and how it confuses ethnic groups. The blacks hear the name and say, black women voice. We gonna be at the salon getting our weaves and extensions did until they see the spelling. Nigga, that's how you spell Komen. It's, it's common. For the Mexicans, it gets worse. Mexican gal voice. Hey, Holmes, there's going to be so many burritos and tacos and tortillas. Upon reveal the reaction, Komen is spelled with a C, not a K, I say, pinche gueros. And the whites are thinking, white girl voice, Komen, that sounds European, so it must be German. It must be okay. What did I learn from this brainstorm? This is a lot of fun, and I understand better why you do it on a confident base, a consistent basis. To show people the flaws of a specific narrative, not to be taken in. Kyneton, did you find the clip? Sweet. Because creatively it is stimulating to think of different angles to punching, uh, puncture holes. Until next time, next letter or super chat, Coach Bear. Um, thank you, Coach Bear. Yeah, and I not only do I agree with you, I'm about to show you guys what my exact joke that winds up with what you're saying. By the way, you can watch this 
special at unauthorized.tv or even Amazon. It's still at Amazon. It's called um, Feed the Bear. Um, let's see what Kyneton's up to. I got to land this plane. Oh, here we go. Oh, is this the full special? I don't know where it is in the special, Kyneton Bear. It's all right. Oh, at the 25-minute mark. Here we go. Beautiful. Thank you, God. Let's find this shit. I just scanned for it, BB. Thank you, Kyneton. Ladies and gentlemen. One second. You know, it's this little thing you put on your wrist, and it tells you how far you walked that day, and I forgot it was on my wrist. I masturbated. Um... <laughs> It turns out it takes me 1.2 miles to come. <laughs> Still a funny joke. If I'm hydrated. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, because uh, Halloween is always one of my favorite holidays, but now white people have to really overthink their costumes and make sure no one's going to get super sad. You know? Like this year, I was going to go as a ghost with a pointy ghost hat. Because my whole life, I've loved ghosts and pointy hats. And I'm like, this is the year. Pointy hat ghost. And everyone's like, you, that's very insensitive. I'm like, tell that to the pointy hat ghost. He's dead, and he only has one hat. It's pointy. They're like, don't do it. I'm like, okay. So I had to think of some other ideas. <laughs> All right, what was I talking about? Halloween? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so two years ago for Halloween, me and my buddy... Uh, going out for Halloween, and we did a, a, a costume together, like a two-guy costume, and we got sombreros and mustaches, and uh, I was Jose, he was Hose B. Guys, right? I love that one. And it was exciting. You know, we go out, everyone's high-fiving, Jose, Hose B. You know, we, 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 we wanted a third guy, uh, but we only had two sombreros, because we wanted to have a third guy and be one direction. Right? I know it's getting there, guys. I know it's not quite there. We'll see. Everyone's high five. We're having a great time. And then the same dude that had me do the skin cancer awareness walk is like eyeballing me. And I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? And he comes over and he's like, excuse me. Excuse me. This is a true story, by the way. So a guy who did the skin cancer awareness walk outside in Los Angeles in the sun. That was the original. I was prefacing with that. He got super mad at me for wearing a fucking sombrero. Okay? And I'm like... You talking to Jose or Jose B? Because we're in character. And he's like, I'm talking to you, Owen. And at that point, I know I'm in trouble, you know? And by the way, the guy's a Jew. Just so you know, it does matter. You'll see. I'm like, what's wrong, little man? I didn't mean that condescendingly. Little guys take that offensively sometimes. Like, no. I'm like, sorry. What's wrong, uh, small man? And he's like... You're wearing a sombrero. I'm like, yeah, that's what Jose wears. So does Jose B. Would you like to be in one direction? And he goes, that's, that's offensive. You can't wear that hat. That's not your hat, white man. That's their hat. I'm like, the hell are you talking about, dude? He goes, that's cultural appropriation. And I didn't know what that meant because I'm fun to be around. But I like learning new things. So I'm like, I looked it up, looked up cultural appropriation, and it turns out what it means is when one culture adapts traits 
of another culture. You know, I always thought that was assimilation. I always thought that was a good thing. You know, when one culture is doing something good, it's like, I really like that. I'm going to pick up that too. And it's like, oh, no way, you can use this too. And I'm like, that's great. I thought that was the dream of humanity, you know, but not anymore, you know. But I look at him and I was thinking about his life. Bear, bear in mind, bear in mind that the same people telling us that we're a melting pot are the same people. They're all Jews, by the way. This guy in this was a Jew too. The people saying that America is a melting pot are the same ones saying that you cannot be a melting pot, that you have to separate and not, you know, that if Kanye West wants to make his own record contracts, that's actually cultural appropriation from the Jews. Mike, but you drive a Subaru. That's a lesbian's car. See, I've been on the Subaru kick for a long time. It's nothing new. You've appropriated the lesbian machine. He's like, that's not funny. I'm like, I'm literally not trying to be funny. It Everyone I know in a Subaru is a lesbian. I get it. It's sleek and beautiful, like a woman's body, but has four-wheel drive. I get it. <laughs> but you kind of took it from the lesbians. He'd go, and he's like, take off the hat. I go, what? And I'm, I'm here to make people happy, but I'm not going to be a liar. I'm, I'm a comedian for a living. I like to make people smile for my entire life. Like, I, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. That's not why I'm here. But I'm also not going to pretend to be somebody I'm not, right? So I think about it. I'm like, should I just take off the sombrero to make this little this little guy happy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to stand up right now because if anybody needs this big sombrero, it's the whites. <laughs> because we're white. And the sun is not our amigo. <laughs> and I know England knows all about that. We have white skin. We need, we need a big hat, right? By the way, I recorded this in England. It was Manchester, England. So that's why I said that. This is why life is so funny. This is why cultural appropriation is a good thing and a needed thing, because the whitest, pastiest people on the planet, historically, have the smallest hats. And I think we all know who I'm talking about. The Jews. Jews have almost no hat. It looks like a joke. It's called a yarmulke. It barely covers a, a, a small bald spot. It looks. It looks like a swim cap for kittens. <laughs> but these people are very white. And then these, these Mexicans with this beautiful brown skin have this giant brim. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, what we need is to sit down Me Mexicans and Jews and, and, and have them agree to switch hats. And that is how we cure skin cancer. Thank you. Thank yeah, so, yeah, I've been on that for a long time. Uh, the Jews walking around outside in the sun uh, with their yarmulkes got skin cancer. They're so fucking stupid and dependent and gay and dumb that, and I've always been like this. You see what I mean? Even back when I was uh, approved, like that was, you know, I, I've never shied away from the funny joke. I, you know, I had a shaved face and I was a little feminine, but you know, I was I only had one child at the time of that special. All right, that's it for me today. Kai and any final Super Chats. Subscribe to unauthorized.tv and thought you were their goyim to tell you what you can and can't wear. I know, they did. And I'm like, no, dude, I, I like being liked. I like making people laugh, but I'm not about to fucking accept lies, dude. You're going to tell me I can't wear a sombrero? They're using our plumbing, right? Like, they're using our plumbing. Like, the whites created all this, like, plumbing and infrastructure and roads and farming ability and I, so it's a, it, it always was so fucking stupid to me 
And it was always these fucking Jews in LA that would come up to me and be like, excuse me. And I'm like, you're not special. You're below me on the pecking order. I remember this guy because I had hired him for a while. He was like a loser, but he was a Jew. So he thought he was super special. He was short and gross and just not overall, not a very naturally advanced person. I'm like, I'm a giant legend. You're a little piece of shit. What makes you think you can tell me what hat I can and cannot wear? And I'll tell you what it is because he's been told his whole life he's a special boy with a special religion and a special bloodline, but he is not. Wait, what language did you just say that to me? English? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You're speaking English right now. Oh, no, but you said, no, Jews don't get to say that to us. I know, and I feel for these Jews. They've been told their whole lives, Yeah, the special boy, Ira. Marigold. Oh, Jesus, Marigold. I just got charged with rape again. Dude, they suck. And like, it's coming undone. It's coming undone fast. Words bear. Thank you, Bard Owen. You speak to us through the narrations. 100% Flow State Benjamin. I am Flow State Benjamin. The Big Bear was on the case from the get-go. I've not... I've advanced and grown and dealt with stuff and become what I consider a more moral person, but I've been seeing this shit from day one. I just saw a hilarious sign on the freeway about Kanye and the Jays. They don't have a right to tell you what to think, who to vote for, what to dress, nothing. They, they can barely keep their dick in their pants. Dude, Lubin Rubin or Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin is beating off on a CNN fucking Zoom call. Oh, but that's that all the Jews. More than half of the Jews I know are almost incapable of keeping the dicks in their own pants. I used to work with an angry gay Jew like that who sucked at his job and complained about non-existent swastika graffiti. Dude, they never shut the fuck up. And this was a guy I helped personally. I employed. He knew how talented I was. I was above him in every pecking order imaginable in Los Angeles. And he had the balls to come up to me and tell me that I couldn't be a fucking Mexican for Halloween. All the Mexican busboys were loving it. They're like, mi amigo, yeah, andale. Swear to God, Mexicans always thought I was hilarious. The Jew doesn't care if the Mexicans like it. He's offended. Because the Jew loves to have every racial group separate. It's like they have OCD. They're like, the, the peas go here and the corn go here. Oh, Jaden, I'm whacking off again. It's like they want, no, the Mexicans wear this hat. The whites do this. This is what you believe. It's like, you're not in charge of me, buddy. You, you are not in control of the narrative anymore, bro. Your narrative is fucking retarded. Oh, we have to listen to black voices and trust all black people and black lives matter. Unless they criticize Jews, then they're not allowed on YouTube. Really? You think we're going to buy that? The only people that are going to buy that are the ones that want to be slaves. I don't want to be slaves. The OC, they're all OC. They're like, Mexicans are allowed to do this and they're allowed to say this and blacks are allowed to smoke crack and go after jiggly asses and shoot people with guns. But black people can't run a contract. <laughs> Believe all women except the ones raped by Bill Clinton. Right. Believe all women except when the Jews raped them. Believe all women except when the Jews... Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill, you want to know what Bill Cosby did? Bill Cosby tried to buy NBC. So you know what the Jews did? They got the blackmail folder and they went with it. They go, no, you're not allowed. Niggers are not allowed to own NBC. This is how they view the world. Do you think Bill Cosby is up there as far as perverted people in Hollywood? He was one of the more decent people in Hollywood. 
That's why they only promote people that are disgusting Joe Rogan pervert freaks. Because they have to be able to drop you at any time. So they're like, no nigger. That, literally, Bill Cosby to them is a dirty street nigger, no matter how many PhDs he gets or whatever. Bill Cosby was in the works to buy NBC. That's a fact. They were like, nope. They're like, he's a rapist. And then like that, you know, all these bleeding heart BLM people are just like, Bill Cosby's a dirty rapist who has to go to prison because they write the narrative. And if you go against that, you're like, ah, you know, Bill Cosby, he's a creep. But I mean, compare that to fucking one of the Weinsteins or something. Uh, no matter how many sweaters he wears. No, he's definitely, dude, they're all perverts. All of them. Kanye is, all right, I gotta go. All right, guys, that has been a blast. The bottom line is, don't blame the Jews for your problems. Don't do anything uh, aggressive or illegal. Do not break any laws. But understand that they don't have anything over you. These people are not born higher than you. They don't have special blood. They don't have special rights. Everybody is under the same laws of God. The true court is way up there. And you can go against it at your own peril. Okay, I just got really fired up. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks. Again. Oh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll close with uh, Mount, the, the Anchor Bear song again in case anybody wants to super chat. And then I'll read them at the end because I played this in the beginning, but it's so fucking good. I mean, three Jews from New York called themselves the Beastie Boys and bragged about a song called Sabotage. Uh, so Anchor Bear did some new lyrics.
I can't sell pornos when I'm in this place. We'll sell you pictures of space because we're the chosen race. God, that's fucking funny. Sandy Hook Trout, what a mirage. Dude, I just got a funny meme that said, uh, gay frog to sue Alex Jones for defamation. <laughs> oh my God. All right, that's it for me today. Even matches their voice. Yeah, anger crushes. Got any super chats or no, we're out of here. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Oh, here's one, nice. BB, I didn't, I believe you're wrong about this one. Jesus' own words, I and the Father want. That's fine, Joe. That's fine. I'll show you 20 examples where he, he corrects people that say he's a living God. And you can believe what you believe, and I can believe what I believe, and it's totally fine. It's totally fine. I and my Father are one. He's, even in that sentence, he's differentiating himself between him and, and the God. Do you not see the, the it's dude, it's, it's totally cool. I'm not going to go down another Trinity, Trinity spiral, but I and my father are one. I, I truly believe it's completely illogical to think that if someone is designating another entity as different from themselves, that that isn't what that means. And you can believe what you want and that's totally fine. John 20, 30, it was rabbinic tradition, not God's law that Jesus went against. Love you, man. Tradition, but not law, though. He wasn't going against God's law. It was, yeah, rabbinical tradition. I never said that. I said the laws, the rabbinical laws, not traditions, laws. I, I promise it's fine. I'm not, I'm not like looking to debate or argue or say who's the special boy or who's going to hell or anything. I, I, I loathe that. At this stage in the game, the last thing we need is people being like, well, if you don't simply say this, then you're the bad man. Then get the fuck out of here, right? And you're, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just, I've had so many people be like, you said the Trinity's a gay orgy. Yes, it sounds like a gay orgy to me. Two dudes and a ghost. What does that sound like? Two guys and a ghost. 100% ghost, 100%. I stand by that bit. I stand by that bit. People... All the, the trolls and gammas try to use that bit to, to convince people that I'm, I'm a hateful, I hate Christianity. When people, when, when dirty little sodomites like Milo Yiannopoulos and bow tie wearing fucking dipshits like uh, E. Michael Jones tell me that I can't be a Christian because I, I don't understand the Trinity. I didn't even, and then I'm just telling them straight up, they hijack me, they come at me and I'm like, dude, a father, a son and a ghost. That's God. Where's the woman? How do, you, how do you create life without a woman? If you're going to have an actual trinity, it'd be male, female, baby, male, female, God, as above, so below, right? No, no, it's two guys and a ghost. What ghost? So, oh yeah, but it's three persons, but all one, one God. So the ghost is God. So can I pray to the ghost? Dear ghost, thank you for our food. No, no, you don't pray to the ghost. 100% ghost, 100% God. Isn't that the logic? Oh no, we're not doing logic. We're doing fucking dumb gay shit. We're doing gay legal fiction. All right, final Super Chats. I was told that Jesus was never signed his name on any contract ever. Definitely. Like, if there's one thing I know is Jesus was not signing his name to contracts. Wobbly, thank BB and God. Enjoy your weekend. You too. And I'm not, again, I know that there's a lot of trauma. Uh, Shabbatage, that's hilarious. There's a lot of trauma in the Trinity conversation. And I don't want to freak. 
I mean, Denmark Bear gave me a piece of gold today. The least I could do is not land the plane with Trinity Talk. It just came up that when Ben Shapiro and all the Jews, all the Jews called Jesus a criminal. Jesus was not a criminal. He did not break the law. A father, a son, and a ghost walk into a dinner. The waitress doesn't ever even ask if it will be separate checks. That's hilarious. That's really funny. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I die and I'm being judged by God and it's Jesus. And he says, I and the Father are one. How did you not understand that? And I'm like, fuck, sorry, man. I did, But I didn't understand it. I wasn't going to lie. What would he say? Would he say, well, you're going to hell. So should I lie right now and say that I believe something I don't just so people tell me I'm a good boy? You think that my character would ever say, would do something like that? The God I believe in would understand that if it's your intention. If, I'm in, if my intention is to be accurate in my faith, am I going to lie and be like, oh no, Jay Dyer really wore me down. So uh, yeah, Jesus has to be God. If not, people call me names. Like, does that sound courageous? Maybe Jesus is God. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe I died as Jesus. And he's like, you know what, man? The fact you didn't listen to Jay Dyer, you're going right to hell. I'd be like, then I don't, I, I, I don't even want to be there then. If you think that me cucking to Jay Dyer and lying is me entering this place, then I feel like I should, I should go to hell. He'd be like, no, no, wait, wait, no, hell's the bad place. This is bad PR. I'd be like, listen, dude, I was honest. I, it didn't make sense to me. You said, I'm here to do the bidding of my father. I have a son. He's not me, but sometimes we act in, as one. Like I... My interpretation, you are not being very clear. And he'd be like, dude, just, just come in. We'll, we'll forget all about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm being tricked. I feel like hell might be the right place. So is Jay Dyer in there? Is Milo Yiannopoulos and E. Michael Jones, are they all in there? Yeah, yeah, they're all in here. Okay, you know what? This has been great. It's been a lot of fun, but uh, I might go check out that other. No, 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 no. If people think that, you see the sketch, sketch that's emerging? You know, when comedy writes itself this naturally, it means there's something very wrong with what that premise is about. So I have to say words I don't believe to go to heaven? That's not the place I want to go. If that's... Oh, oh did anybody want to go to hell? No, no, you're not. Listen. If I have to lie and say things I don't believe in to go to heaven, then I don't want to go to heaven. Because that requirement would presuppose that it's a place that doesn't go along with my disposition. Right? Okay, so that's, that's what I think. That's what I believe. If anyone has a problem with that, you can believe whatever you want. If you believe Jesus is God, then you have every reason to say it and preach it and be honest about it. It's deception, lies, and agenda that are the problem. It's not what you believe. Do you believe it? Then say it. Then love it. Celebrate it. And I, it, no matter who's right or wrong, it's your intention. God knows your intention. God knows your heart. So if your intention is to serve God and you read the Bible and that's what it means to you and that's what you feel in your heart, that God, that Jesus is God, then say that and believe it. And I, I love you for that. It's not a competition. I think the line in the sand is between people with good intent, like with the intention of truth and people that are trying to say bullshit to get a pat on the head and a lollipop from Jay Dyer and the Dyerians. You know, if Jay Dyer is the right man and I'm the wrong man, then I don't want to go to where the right men go. Yeah, if you believe it, make it make sense. Yeah, yeah, explain to me the Trinity without 5,000 words or references to nine other authors that aren't the Bible. 
or just react to my points. This is what I always find about the Trinitarians. I'll say all these things. Like they'll be like, I and the Father are one. And I'm like, okay, what about right here when it says I'm here to do my Father's bidding or when Jesus is praying to God? Who is he praying to in the garden? Himself? They're like, John, I and the Father are one. Or they just don't respond. And I'm like, hey man, this temporary pleasure you're getting from everyone saying you're the good boy, Owen's the bad guy, that, that literally is, that doesn't last. I watch it over and over again. If you're not like actually trying to figure out the truth, you're going to be owned by the Jays. Okay, that's it for me today. Everybody, much love. I love you guys. And whatever you believe, if you actually believe it, don't lie to please me. Don't lie to please anybody. Um, all right. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruity and ball guy.